I'm trying to. figure out where should I go from here I don't want to join nobody else's faith I'm absolutely devastated I think the worst thing about trading Obi Toppin and being someone who does a podcast and I actually go on a day-to-day basis and I talk about the Knicks and I talk about the Knicks moves and I talk about what I think the Knicks should do. I had to subject myself to watch a 21-win season for that season to be stopped by COVID. For me to see my man's pass away New Year's Eve my aunt passing away a week after. And I had to literally watch this team win 21 games and record a podcast. And had to repeatedly lie to myself that things would get better. So I had to lie to myself about watching certain players that was on the Knicks at the same at, at, at that time. But I also had an understanding of what I wanted the Knicks to do and where I wanted the Knicks to go. I had to watch Mike Miller play Man, you he, he put yo, this shit is so frustrating, bro. Oh my god. I had to watch Mike Miller play Alfred Payton and Mo Harkless over Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox in a 21 win season. For the Knicks to go ahead and draft Julius Randle's backup with the eighth overall pick. To go ahead and trade Kevin Knox for Cam Reddish. Then traded another first with Cam Reddish for Josh Hart. I had to watch the Knicks deploy Randall 
in that season and watch spin move after spin move after spin move. I had to watch Obi get used like Jason Capono. I had to watch Obi not get enough minutes. I had to watch Obi get used like Kyle Corver, Mateen Cleaves. Antonio Antonio Batti. I had to watch Obi get sent to the corner like a corner bitch for the last three years. And you subjected me to a 21 season for you to give up on your eighth overall pick in a salary cap dump? In two second round picks that Tibbs will never play. I had to watch countless young black men get robbed of millions of dollars because of Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose. I don't know how company men can spend this. I never seen an organization draft a number eight, a, a top eight pick. And not even at least play them in a whole season, 20 minutes per. The Knicks will never unearth a second round gem, a second round all-star, the way they run their franchise. It starts with the head of the snake. Randall is not my op no more. I made this clear. Here's not the problem here. It all made sense to me yesterday when free agency started. Everything became clear to me. So all of my feelings about Knicks management, I feel vindicated. The fact that I had to watch Obi Toppin waste his career here in New York when Tibbs could have played them together he could have played Obi at the small forward position, the power forward position, or the center position. He could have at least tried to play Obi at least 500 minutes at each of these positions in the NBA in his first three seasons so we can have a sample size instead of making shit up. People make shit up. Obi can't play defense. You same niggas. Is backing Julius Randle and watch that homie, watch that man not run back on defense. Tony, the fuck out of here. Y'all was jumping Papa left last night. And Cousins, y'all don't fucking, like, stop this shit, man. Stop, man. This shit not good no more, family. So now that little audio by Obi, between Obi and Tibbs, now I might got to have to believe it now. Now, now, now I got to have to believe some shit. Even if it's AI, I got to have to believe the shit now. So you mean to tell me 
We drafted Obi Toppin over Tyrese Halliburton only for the Indiana Pacers to end up with both? Really? Wow. Good GM in Leon Rose. When Nick fans call me miserable, I laugh at these motherfuckers. I get paid while doing this. This shit don't bother me. If you're a company man right now, you need to join the dark side. I am absolutely devastated OB Toppin is traded for cap space. To sign Dante DiVincenzo, that's y'all move for this summer? That's the Knicks move for this summer. That's the that's what the Knicks is providing 90s Knicks fans this summer. You let Randall go on a podcast and say, listen, I'm not the number one option. I need better talent around me. And the fucking best you could get for Julius is a Dante DiVincenzo. That's basically suck my dick. That's what that is. I feel very disrespected right now. And then you got the stupid ass fans. Oh, well, Obi, Obi is not the person he's worth arguing for. Does that matter? Does that matter? These young, these young men that come in the NBA ruining millions, taking millions from these young brothers. Millions. I'm super happy Obi got the fuck out of New York before he get more millions taken away from him. Tibbs took millions from Cam Reddish, fam. I have a huge issue with Tibbs and Leon Rose. A huge issue. This goes beyond the basketball court now for me. This is personal. Then you subjected Obi to the same shit you subjected them other kids to. They had my man R.J. Barrett playing with Alfred Payton for two years. How dare you talk down on R.J. Barrett? Tibbs stole millions from him too. Stealing. Just took away millions from R.J. Barrett. Give him the keys. Then you got Randall coming in here. We all know. I'm super happy the Paul George interview came out already because I'm Randall is not my op. But you have Tibbs, a dickhead head coach, who continuously gives Randall the ball. You know he's not a champion. You know he's not a one option. You know he's not a two option. And everybody knows he's not a fucking three option. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. This is not the way management supposed to. They're not supposed to treat us like this, man. You don't you don't win 21 games in a season, man, and have a, a somebody who, who who do podcasts. I was doing podcasts that whole season. You don't have me win 21 games that season for me to hate other NBA players like Bobby Portis, for you to draft Julius Rant, for you to draft Obi Toppin. And only have him come off the bench and just play him 15 minutes per game in his Nick career. 
And then the dis- disingenuous shit about it, you don't even play him in the first quarter. You wait until the whole first quarter go, and then you play him in the second quarter. I'm super happy Obi got, a- got out of New York. Quickly, get the fuck out of New York quickly. Quickly, it's time, bro. It's time. Quickly, it's time. Quickly, go make your money, bro. Emmanuel, quickly. I don't know if you have a burner in here. I don't know if you ever heard me, but I know you blocked my last profile. You didn't block this one. We good money. Get the fuck out of New York and go get your millions, young blood. It's time. Leon Rose showed you he didn't give a fuck about you when he gave Jalen Brunson $100 million, family. That was their plan all along. Because there's no basketball reason Alec Burks or Alfred Payton can start over you in back-to-back seasons. I swear on my I swear on my life, bro. There's no reason, bro. There's no reason, bro. You had people coming on the app defending that. That's disingenuous. It's not fair. And what's what and and, and the crazy shit is I'm laying out all the narratives, Indiana. Got Halliburton. Let's let, let let's dig even deeper to the narratives, right? So Tyrese Halliburton was up for a trade. The Knicks got Leon Rose, who's a CAA big dog, supposedly. He didn't even know Halliburton was up for trade um, for the Sacramento Kings. But at the same time, he would not trade Julius Randle in a deal to the Sacramento Kings. So he's already fucking up. So Nick fans should already be a little mad about that. But that's not even the worst part about it. Indiana drafted in this year's draft with six games out of the playoffs before Halliburton got hurt. Now they got Halliburton and Obi Toppin when the Knicks should have just drafted Halliburton, but you picked Obi Toppin because that's your son's clients. This looks bad. This don't look good at all. This don't look good can at I, all. Can I can I go state? Not yet. Please, because I'm I'm not, not like go to the grass. I'm sorry. Not yet. All right, well. I got I, more I got more narratives to give up. Because this is I, not I good. This this is not good. So besides the Indiana now the, the Indiana stuff, right? You got a guy in Leon Rose who traded out of the first round in back-to-back drafts. Those are moves by championship teams. Teams that are not championship contenders should not be trading out of back-to-back drafts. This is very, very alarming to me. Now let's get the now when it comes to Randall, all eyes is on you now, brother. Cause Obi stands is hot right now. <laughs> and then you got the people. See, I'm negative next Twitter. Now, yo, Mark, you my guy. So I want you to look out for this. I want all of y'all to look out for this, right? I want you to look out for the Nick fans who say. Well, you know, Obi not Obi Toppin not gonna produce in Indiana. You know, he ain't gonna never average twenty five and eleven. 
what organization that don't do drugs are allowed Randall to have a 29 usage rate? Come on, man. Come on, I can't take this next serious no more, man. I can't take these dudes serious. They don't want a championship as much as we do. If I'm recap, I would be furious right now. Furious. There's no way somebody could spend to me. You trade you. Think about it like this. If you're a real Knicks fan, you watch every game. You watch every game of that of that season before we got Obi Toppin. Do you remember how Randall was playing that year? Do you remember the things that transpired that year? We should have just let David Fisdale finish the season off. We would have had 16 wins. Fuck it. We probably would have had a chance at Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. But see, Knicks fans don't think like me. They say, get, get. Fizdale out of here. Okay, no problem. Cool. Get the black man out of here. Let's hire somebody else. You bring in Mike Miller? Mike Miller rather the coach for his career than coach for the Knicks. So he starts Alfred Payton and Mark Moe Harkless over Kevin Knox and, and, and Frank Nilakina. That's what you get. That's what you get. Stop trying to sell yourself on Leon Rose and Tibbs being good. Tibbs is the reason why the Knicks are, are really in a bad spot. So let me bring out another narrative for you. Who is the person in the front office that deemed Quentin Grimes untouchable for Donovan Mitchell? I don't want to trade RJ. RJ, I wouldn't trade him for God. At the same time, who y'all think was in management that was saying Quentin Grimes was untouchable? Okay, do, is y'all getting it now? Is y'all understanding that Tibbs is the issue? I don't want to be on spaces with other people. I don't want to be on nobody else's space. I don't want to be muted. I don't want nobody. I don't want to hear nobody else's narratives on it. I, I want to hear mine. And if you want to fuck with me today, you can easily come up. Anybody can request to come up. But I don't think Recap even want to speak today. That's how de he's devastated right now. Don't even talk to Stan. Stan don't even want to talk next right now. Stan talking about racism in another in, in another spaces. That's our relative. I ain't looking forward to the New York Giants. We just gave Daniel Jones forty million dollars. What the fuck is going on in New York? Oh my god. Let me woosah. Let me woosah. Company men can't spend this. Has Anthony? Let me see if Anthony MSG tweeted yet, man. Because I need to see. I need to see some type of company man spend for this, for the second round pick, man. For the second round pick. So Anthony MSG has not tweeted about the Obi Toppin situation yet. The man want to tweets about. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Ant. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm disgusted right now. That's two straight number eight overall picks the Knicks just giving up on. Frank, yeah, you could argue he wasn't good enough. All right, cool. But did you know we started Jared Jack, who was 38 years old, over Frank Nilakina in a season where Porzingis was healthy? This is why I'm angry with the Knicks. Like, I remember this type of shit. Company men try to push it to the side, bro. No, I really had to watch. 
I really watched every game, bro. I watched other basketball too. I watch all. I watch other basketball too. I watch all the NBA games. I mean, I got league pass, but I watch every single Nick game, fam. No way in hell, fam. You think I fucks with this management? They let me watch Alfred Payton for two years straight. Nah, man. This ain't right, man. This ain't right, man. Indiana's a fun team. Orlando Magic looked like a fun team. Right? The only two teams that's clueless in the Eastern Conference right now is the Chicago Bulls and, and, and the New York Knicks. And what's so sad about both franchises? They're both large markets ran by dickheads. Point blank period. I don't need the Knicks to send me a check. At all. At all. But ain't no way you could tell me you trade a top eight pick in a salary dump, fam. Unless he has uh, issues with the squad, which he did. You think Obi from Brooklyn is going to take him playing on 15 minutes per? You're stealing millions from him. You're stealing millions from Quickly. When I posted that post yesterday about Quickly and Obi and saying, look, listen, Tibbs, I could make a case. I could genuinely make a case. Tibbs cost R.J. Barrett, Quickly, and Obi millions of dollars within the past three years, fam. And there's still Knicks fans commenting under my tweet like I'm miserable. Are you kidding me? So you approve of quickly coming off the bench for two years for Alec Burks and Alfred Payton, who is no longer with the team. You approve of Tom Thibodeau not trying Obi at the small forward, not trying Obi at the starting power forward at long, long periods of time, not trying Obi at small ball center off the bench, not trying Obi and Randall together. You approve of this shit. You approve of Leon Rose drafting Obi Toppin with no plan, no direction whatsoever. You approve of this shit. Not state. State don't approve of this. This is not good. Desmond Bain getting 200 plus million. You know why he got 200 plus million? Because his team and franchise that drafted him believed in his ass, and he produced for them. And you know what? They ain't signed no journeyman vet to play in front of Desmond Bain. They let Bain start, and they gave him the ball, and they run offense through him like a, like a proper organization should. So he deserved that money. That's a different situation than the Knicks. Their coach wouldn't cost Desmond Bain millions. Their coach made Desmond Bain millions. Their organization. Are you kidding me? You got stupid ass Nick fans talking about Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, he got he got 260 million. Name me the last Nick point guard outside of Stephon Marbury who averaged tw- at least 20 and 9 in a season. Are you kidding me? In in 04, they had Marbury on the bench because bitch-ass Larry Brown wanted to play his starters according to what fucking city he was in. Get the fuck out of here with that, man. 
was an all-star. How dare you talk down on other organizations and you're a Knicks fan. Stay in your place. How dare you? We lost to Max Struess. We should be demanding something from the New York organization. I demand Leon Rose speak. So now Indiana had no they obviously they got wind of Tyrese Halliburton being available. Obviously, the Knicks held they they love Julius Randle and his civil rights stats. He's untouchable. They wouldn't trade Randle for Tyrese Halliburton, right? But then again, why would the Kings want Randle when Randle doing a thumbs down to the fan and acting like an asshole? He did that shit on purpose now. Now I'm in narrative mode. I'm not in basketball logical mode no more. It's over for that. He acted like a bitch on purpose so we couldn't trade him. Motherfucker. And it was a good move. But now you put even more pressure on yourself. My, my God, you might need three psychiatric people for you. And you just coming off injury so we know you're going to start off slow next season? Oh, Lord. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Randall, I'm glad you got off to them, champ. <laughs> them OB fans would have been lighting your ass up right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure they lighting you up on Instagram right now. And then fans agreed with Tom Thibodeau saying, oh, well, the backup quarterback. All right, well, the starting quarterback remind me of Kirk Cousins. The backup quarterback, you know, you know, um, Obi. Sometimes the the backup quarterback can't produce like the starter. Well, your starter shot thirty four percent in the playoffs. And what's even more crazy about the Knicks trading Obi Toppin is how will Knicks management come out and spend? Josh Hart playing the backup four. This is one big comedy show. The Knicks is like a never-ending comic book. This is really bad. And then you go get Obi Toppin's brother. can't be happy with this, man. <laughs> Emmanuel, quickly, can you make sure you ask off the next young blood? I need you off the next young blood. I see you as a starting point guard, just like how I see Obi as a starting power forward. I see you as a starting point guard. I see you as a person who could become an all-star in the future. That won't happen on the Knicks as long as Jalen Iverson is here. Can you please ask all for the Knicks to go get your money? Because I need every single one of these kids to produce next season so we can really shit on company men and tips. Cam Reddish, I need you in a gym right now, young blood. 
Kevin Knox, I need you in the gym. Because we're going to have to prove a point. We're going to have to prove a point. Yo, stay. I, I really want to allude to your point, bro. This shit is crazy. Listen, listen, young blood. Hold, hold, hold on, young blood. Because, the, the, like, the fuckery that's been going on with the Knicks and CAA, and I told y'all about Clutch and that Clutch versus Knicks shit, that Clutch versus CAA shit, people don't like Leon Rose. Players don't want to play for Tom Thibodeau. I'm telling y'all this. So the Obi stuff that came out, the Obi audio is probably true. How can we go back? It's probably true now. This is bad. This is bad. Tom Thibodeau was ruining the franchise. If you didn't have Tom Thibodeau, you would have Donovan Mitchell because Tom Thibodeau is the guy who said Quentin Nilakina is untouchable. If you didn't have Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks would have never made the playoffs in 2021 for the almighty COVID fourth seed, and you would have been able to draft in the top seven while still getting Quentin Grimes with your later first-round pick. The Knicks need to fire Tom Thibodeau. If you didn't have Tom Thibodeau, Randall would have never had surgery, and Randall would have never been averaging 37 minutes versus Miami. You would have sat Randall out, and if you lost to Miami, you would have a great excuse for Randall going in the next season. Knicks need to fire Tom Thibodeau. The Knicks need to fire Tom Thibodeau because Tom Thibodeau is stealing millions and taking millions out of these young black brothers' pockets, and I'm tired of it. It's annoying. You got stupid-ass Nick content creators putting stupid-ass pictures up, candle circles for a guy who averaged five points in the playoffs, fam. I am not teaching young Nick fans the fan like that. Absolutely not. That is mad disgusting. I can't support that. Hell no. Nah. I grew up with Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Brandon Roy. Gilbert Arenas is better than Devin Booker. Are you kidding me? Give me Vince Carter over these motherfuckers. What are we talking about? Management don't want to win like how we want to win. Well, some of us. Because I don't think Anthony MSG won a championship. I don't think company men won championships. The Knicks is selfish. Knicks fans are selfish. You have to fire Tom Thibodeau, family. He's destroying the franchise from the inside out. It's like the it's like a HIV virus. It's like a AIDS virus. It's like uh, the syphilis. It, it, it it's like a virus. He's killing us from the inside out. Your man Tibbs put my boy RJ in trades. Because he's riding Julius Randle's ass only for RJ to outplay Randle. So now you can't even come back to the fan base and, and, and say to the fan base, we traded RJ Barrett. Because your man put up civil rights stats. That's the reason why the Knicks is not trading RJ this summer. If RJ would have played bad in the playoffs, on my mom's, he would have been on, on in the first playing out. Now I genuinely believe it. All bets is off.
You let Porzingis go to the Celtics, fam? What? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I pray to God one day that company men realize what the fuck is going on. Pearl, go ahead. Nah, yeah, bro. You know, I, I think, you know, we view it the same in a way because I don't care what Tibbs is calling, bro. Like, any nigga he don't like, any player he doesn't want on the team is out of here. You know, we saw that with Cam. We saw that with Kevin Knox. And most recently, we just seen it with Obi. And it's like, how is that a formula of success? Like, there's clearly a disconnect between the head coach and um Leon Rose. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's kind of it's kind of concerning to me. In that aspect, and like the fact that we traded OB to a to a rival, that shit don't sit right with me, bro. That shit really don't sit right with me. I need y'all. I need somebody to make me feel good, man. Far far in the space, man. I need a company man to come up here. See, company men be scared of my spaces because I like to call them out. But this, I I need somebody to try to spin this shit for me. Because I, I don't expect Tony to try to spin it. I seen Tony last week. He's done. He's already. He's officially on the dark side. So I'm not worried about him no more. I, there is no multiverse that this was. This is a good move. Nick fans should be riding right now. You won 21 games. I record a podcast. I had to stay up two in the morning, three in the morning. I'm trying to I'm trying to make up shit to make myself feel better about a 21 t- win team. For you to draft Obi, I told Nick fans about Mike Miller and that Alfred Payton over Frank and that Mo Harkless over Kevin Knox shit. I told y'all about that shit, fam. I'm not thinking about the Knicks when it come to next season. I'm thinking about seasons down the road. We didn't draft in back to back first rounds in two years. And you telling me, no, State, uh, we we should be more patient. I'm not patient, bro. It's over for that. I think the worst, I think the biggest travesty about today is if the Knicks traded Obi Toppin to get cap space for Dante DiVincenzo. The, I don't know what I'm gonna say. I don't. I, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Then you got Jay Nicky. Yo, Jay, you is a smart young brother. On what planet would you put Josh Hart as a four in two K? Would you do it in two K? Would you play Josh Hart at the four in two K? On what planet did somebody put Josh Hart at the four? Not even real life. You put Josh Hart at the four. He's too small. I'm praying Miami gets Damian Lillard. I'm hoping they get Damian Lillard. I'm hoping they get Damian Lillard. I swear to God, I want Dame. I want Miami to get Damian Lillard because I need for Knicks management. No, fuck Knicks management. I need Knicks fans to see that Knicks management don't want a championship like you. They only want to sell shit. Yo, and yo, and G, we won 21 games. I wa- I was watching nothing but Knicks all the time. Shout out to OG Sim. We won 21 games to draft Julius Randle's backup 
because he's fucking he's Leon Rose's son's client, only to trade Obi Top in the Indiana in a salary cap dump for two second round picks that Tibbs won't play. Make it make sense. Look, look, that's all I needed, Ant. That's all I needed. I don't even need you to react no more. That's all I needed. Make it make sense. Then you got Nick Fan saying, well, well, we could put t- put Grimes off the bench and have Dante DiVincenzo start. Oh, my God, I might start doing acid. I might have to pick up a new drug. I might have to pick up a new drug because ain't no drugs going to make me say that. No, 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 no. Hell no. I might have to pick up acid or some mushrooms or some K2. Maybe K2 or do the job. Maybe K2 will get me right. Maybe. Maybe I need a loan because... You can't do sniff. You can't sniff coke from Rich Porter and thinking you're going to have Josh Hart as your backup four. That's not Rich Porter sniff. Hell no. Nah. That's something stronger than that. That's that Frank Lucas El Perico. That, that's that. that no way. Ruby. I'm telling you right now before you speak. Ruby, I'm telling you. Hold on. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to mute you again. Ruby, I'm going to tell you right now before you speak. You know, if you come up here and say some company man shit, I'm dropping you instantly. I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm not hearing the bullshit. Go ahead, Ruby. Love you, brother. It, it's Rube, and it's going to be the opposite, bro. I, I, I was in your space yesterday, and I was going to I was gonna speak off just to, just to agree with you. Just, just, just let's backtrack real quick. We just traded Obi, right? Uh, a 21, 22-year-old powerful wing with mad potential for two second-rounders, right? To play with the guy who we should have drafted. So, so let's start there, right? So you make one mistake, and you make another mistake, and you make another mistake. Let's go back, and I think you mentioned this shit yesterday's date, and I like Josh Hart, right? I don't know about him playing no four. That's crazy. That's that's worse than two K. Uh, you traded Josh Hart for a first rounder and Cam Reddish. So you traded Josh Hart for two first rounders. Is what you're telling me? You said it more than once before. We haven't drafted in two years. We have all these assets. Now I don't think you were for the Paul George trade, right? If this somehow this exception or something was going to get us another star, I'm hearing. Paul George for RJ, which I don't like. I think you don't like that either. That I, it's gonna, it comes to a point, bro, that we're going to have to do something about the front office. I have no faith on Leon Rose. What is going on right now? This shit makes no sense to me. This shit makes no sense to me. We got lucky. Yo, if y'all don't know the story about Brunson last year with Dallas, then y'all got to look that shit up. He went to Dallas in December of 2021 and said, yo, I'm ready to sign a $55 million five-year deal, $11 million a year. He said, ah, Dallas was like, oh, let's wait a little bit on that. He went back to them again about a little bit more, and then it was too late. We hired his dad. 
We got him. We got lucky on Brunson, yo. We got lucky on Randall that outperformed his contract. What has this organization done? Except for trade two first-rounders for Josh Hart. And everything that I'm seeing on, on Twitter spaces is we're not even in the rooms with these so-called stars because I don't even think these guys are superstars. But we're not even in the rooms. We can't even get a meeting with these guys. So why do we have Leon Rose? Yo, I'm like so angry today, yo, because this shit makes no sense. And then, and then you give bumps two years ago, two year contracts, and you got to trade more assets to get Jalen Brunson. But that was a smart move too. Nah, man, opposite of company, man. We we need to do something. And I bet you, if freaking Obi's brother somehow makes a makes a fucking team, scores a three pointer, we're gonna be fucking celebrating that shit downtown, like we want a playoff game. And that's gonna be our W for the year. No way, man. This team is 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 one or two players away, one superstar away. We gotta do better, yo. Yo, we gotta do better, yo. We gotta start after today. Stop making these stupid ass mistakes, yo. We just traded a a, a power forward, probably a starter, to a rival for two second rounders, yo. And if they even make the playoffs, that what's that gonna be a 40th pick? Now, nah, yo, I'm done, yo. That's what I got, State. <sighs> Brother, when you just said the Knicks are a superstar away, you are so misguided, brother. Let me guide you. The Knicks are a coach and a president of basketball operations away. I'm not talking about Randall. No, I'm not. Yo, brother, this coach is the reason why you don't have Donovan Mitchell. He made Quentin Nilakina untouchable. This coach is the reason why you did not draft in the first round within the past two years. This coach is the reason why you traded a first for Reddish. Matter of fact, even if you didn't even want Reddish, this coach is the reason why you traded Knox to get Reddish to get Josh Hart for fucking Jalen Iverson and not pass him the ball in the last play of the game. That's this coach. This coach is one of the few coaches that's won 400 games in NBA history in the regular season who has a sub-500 record in the playoffs. That's this coach. This coach put Obi in the corner for three years. Yo, how do you put Obi in the corner? And what's funny, fellas, the way Indiana going to use him is going to be way different from, from the way Knicks use him. And what's extra funny, you got Knicks fans saying, oh, well, the Knicks, well, Cam Reddish and, and Kevin Knox. And, and, and. Y'all better hope Cam Reddish, Kevin Knox, Obi Toppin don't produce next season. Y'all better hope. Y'all better hope and pray. And recap before I get to you. Recap. What I told you yesterday about the locker room. If they bring back the same roster, that shit gonna be toxic. I told you this yesterday, recap. They better get quickly out of New York. Quick, fast, and hurry. They shitted on quickly once they gave Brunson $100 million. 
They shitted on quickly years ago when they started Alfred Payton and Alec Burks over in back-to-back seasons. Company men was defending that shit on my mom's grave. People was calling me dumb. Company men was defending that shit. How you draft Obi and waste three years of his life? Yo, yo, Fire T, do not do that today. This is not another, not another space. This is a state space. I love good audio. We not doing that shit today. Not today. Not fucking today. Because I want to make sure everybody hear this, hear these vents and frustrations from everybody. Because that shit is disgusting. You watched Randall not run back on defense. You watched Obi hustle back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he gets pulled for one bad shot. You're damn right I'm on the coach hills. You had my boy RJ Barrett on the bench in the playoff game for Josh Hart? Fuck Tibbs, nigga. You care about Tibbs? Get the fuck out of here, man. He ruining the Knicks just like he did the Timberwolves, fam. I keep telling y'all the Timberwolves fired him at the right time, fam. Randall gonna be 30 next year, family. 30. 30. With the worst playoff percentage I've ever seen from a guy who shot 15 more attempts or more. The bullseye on Randall now. You thought Obi stands with you thought I hated Randall right now. You better talk to the Obi stand how he feels. She feels. Cause they hot right now. Recap. The floor is yours. Go ahead and say. So I avoided uh spaces yesterday, so I might not know exactly what you're talking about, state within the locker room, but I've spoken to you enough to know. Kind of what's going on right now. Now, I tweeted about a couple weeks ago that I think that Obi Toppin's gone, but God help the Knicks if they trade Obi for draft compensation and a player. Well, they didn't do that. They just traded him for draft compensation. That sounds good. Wait, what? What draft compensation did they get? Two second round picks for a top, t- a former top ten pick. One of the biggest things I had an issue with was trading talent for picks because the Knicks don't use their fucking picks. So why trade for picks? What you going to do with those picks? You going to trade those picks, the same picks you've been holding on to? You didn't trade no picks. You got more picks to God do. I don't know what you're going to do with those picks. So you didn't want to extend Obi. Cool. I get that. You didn't want to let him walk for nothing next season after you didn't extend him uh, this October. All right, cool. I get that. But to find out you did this just to increase your salary so you don't hit the luxury, that's why you did it? You moved the former top 10 pick. We have no idea what's going on with him or what he's doing. So you could clear up cap space and not hit the luxury after you signed DiVincenzo with the non-taxpayer mid-level exception of 124 even though rumors are he's going to get like about $10 million or so contract in the Knicks. Regardless, though, this has to be one of the stupidest, dumbest motherfucking things that I have read. I was taking a nap, actually. I didn't fucking hear the news when it hit. I woke up and I got instantly upset. And the fact is, when I'm upset, I take a nap. I can't take a nap. I just woke up with a fucking nap. So 
I could take you there and that to feel better no more. So now I'm hitting the blunt mad times and I still can't believe what I'm reading. Obi Toppin traded to Indiana for two first round picks. And what else? Nothing else. Nothing. Nothing else. You traded Obi Toppin for two fucking second round picks. What? What are we going to do with those picks? We shit turned full up with second round picks anyways. What we need more for? Oh, we got like 30 second round picks? You need more second round picks? For what? This is so lost on me. I knew Obi Toppin was not going to play any more games with the New York Knicks. I knew that. Trust me when I say I knew that. I just did not expect a stupid ass. Let me trade my draft pick for two second round picks. Not even first round picks. No player, no nothing. Just picks. It's clear as day what they're doing. Clearly, they want to add Dante DiVincenzo. Clearly, Obi Toppin's not in their future plans. So they got rid of Toppin. Assured they could get DiVincenzo while hitting luxury. Ensure they're going to keep Josh Hart. Because now that Obi's gone, it's even more of a thing for me that they're going to keep Hart. Just because, for some odd reason, Tom Thibodeau believes that Josh Hart is like 6'8 and can play power forward at times. He's not. He, he played bigger than he is. But to think that you're going to run a lineup of Hart and Randall when you didn't want to run Obi and Randall is some sick, disgusting type of shit. Because if you had given Obi seven extra minutes a, game, a night by playing him with Randall some, we probably not even having this discussion. And maybe we see more of what our draft pick could do. But now, Indiana has both picks. Has Halliburton, which we should have drafted. Has Toppin now. Who that we traded for them for basically peanuts, so nothing. They got Matherin over there now, so that's going to be their little small big three that they're going to create and try to develop. You got Miles Turner over there too. Don't get don't get twisted. I think Obi's going to have one of the best seasons of his career next year with Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is perfect for Obi. Perfect. Talk about a perfect point guard for a player. He's perfect. He would rather give you and let you thrive then let himself thrive first. Tyrese Halliburton, Obi could not have picked a better point guard to start his second start of his career, more or less, you want to call it, because the Knicks destroyed it, and Indiana's going to revive that shit. I think he's going to be a very good player for Indiana because they're going to use him the way he's supposed to be used. They're not going to set him up like Steve Novak in the corner, have him shoot Carlos Booze of threes. They're going to do that. They're going to allow him to actually cut and move and move within the offense, kind of like what he was doing in Dayton. This is such a sad day because when Obi Toppin fucking starts lighting us up when we play him next season and doing highlight real dunks all over our fucking uh, players, we're going to remember this time that he was traded for two second-round picks that we helped Indiana get better without getting nothing in return besides cap space relief. That's what it was for us. Regardless of that, I don't know if it's fucking with Denver Chancellor. I don't give a fuck. It was about cap space relief. We traded Obi. For cap space relief. Because those second round picks are garbage. They mean nothing. They trash. Nothing. Don't let anybody confuse this situation. When you trade a top 10 draft pick for second round picks, you're trash. Trash. I don't give a fuck what you say. Trash. I don't give a fuck who they add at this point. Trash. Because regardless of who you add and who you trade for, that's a separate deal that I'm going to weigh separately. 
I'm never going to look at what you did with another deal to think this is why you did it. Because Obi Toppin is not that much money on the books. He's not. There are other moves you could make before you made this move, especially if the move to make was two second round picks in return. You should have hung up the fucking phone at that point. You want what? For, for who? Well, we talking about, oh, yeah, I ain't listening to that. Goodbye. That's what you do. You don't fucking say, yeah, let's talk about this some more. Ah, uh, yeah, cool. That sounds nice. I want to get fleeced today. Fucking horrible. We deserve an F. That's an F type of trade right there. That's a trade that we would make when we're about to make a star trade. I don't see a star trade in the making. And if they think one of these broken-ass players like PG is the fucking answer to trade for that motherfucker because you traded Obi, and now you can add a PG easier or whatever they think in their heads, that's some stupid-ass shit. Really stupid-ass shit. We're supposed to build with young talent that we can grow with, not over-the-fucking-hill veterans that are second players now on their team that can't get that team over the hump. James Harden can't get an MVP and B situation to the conference finals. You think you're going to help the fucking Knicks? Paul George, that's Kawhi Leonard as a running mate. You think you're going to help the Knicks? Y'all want these broken-ass players so they can trade for us so you can be happy? So they can fix the Knicks? They ain't no fucking fixing the Knicks with those type of moves. And this move is a signal to regardless of what you say. Knicks don't give a fuck about drafting not one player. Don't give a fuck about developing not one player. They got their pieces. They got their core. They got who they want. Now, free agents and trades all they need to secure, quote-unquote, a contender that they can go ahead in the future with. Because that's all it is at this point. There ain't nothing else. If y'all can't see that, y'all stupid as shit. I'm out of here. Yo, man. You stupid ass fans that 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 still defend management, man. <laughs> Shouts to Tyrese Halliburton. I'm gonna be on my Mahomes, Tyreek. Oh my God, fuck it, Obi up there somewhere. I wish Jalen Iverson passed the ball like that, but you know, Tom Thibodeau doesn't want that. Tom Thibodeau wants point guards to ball hog, get in the paint, and shoot every fucking shot known known to man. I'm super happy Obi got the fuck out of New York. Because I want that young man to go make his millions. Tom Thibodeau making him look trash. The fans shit on Obi Toppin and say, well, Obi Toppin just go to the corner. Well, motherfucker, Thibodeau is like a dictator. He keeps sending Obi to the corner. What the fuck you mean? Then you got Julius Randle. I don't know when the last time I seen this man roll to the basket. When the last time a Nick fan seen Julius Randle come up, set a hard screen, and roll to the rim? Come on now. Come on, oh, Halliburton gonna have fun. Come on, come on. Indiana drafted. Uh, Indiana didn't even drafted. Oh my god, yo, how you let Indiana know that Halliburton is up for sale on a low? This is on a low. So that means that Leon Rose, the top head boss of CAA, did not know Halliburton was for sale. Now, even if he did know, he kept Randall untouchable, obviously, because he put RJ in trades, right? He hasn't talked about Julius Randall being in trades, right? So then you let Indiana steal Halliburton. Halliburton proceeds to have his 20 and 10. And now they steal Obi and they draft it in the top 10 again? What? Oh, my God. Once once Miami get Damian Lillard, and I'm hoping that that deal strikes today because I need Nick fans. I need company men 
to understand what the fuck is going on right now. I've had plenty of plenty of debates with guys on the timeline and and older Knicks fans. And I'm telling these guys, listen, you had the 90s Knicks. The 90s Knicks was 30 years ago. It's over. Can we try to win some now? Randall went on a podcast and cried for help, and the best Leon Rose got for Randall is Dante DiVincenzo. You should feel disrespected as a Nick fan. Nick and Nate is spending thousands of dollars with the Knicks. He can't, you got him watching front row seat through a Randall ISO? Come on. Come on. Oh, oh, my God. I got to roll up. Oh, my God. They got OG spending thousands of dollars. And I know he laughing right now. They got OG spending thousands of dollars to watch Randall front row. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, I know you laughing, OG. Come on now. This bullshit. All right, I'm done. Billy, the co-host, I want to get to you. And then after I get you, Billy, um, let's get um, because I don't know who came in first. I think um, Aunt, I think Angie or Jack came in. So Billy, once you're done, Aunt, you go to Aunt or Jack, whoever. Aunt, and then after Aunt and Jack, let's go to Ray. Aunt was here before me. Oh, Aunt was. Uh, all right, yeah, all right. So, all right, Ben. So, so we got you right after um, Billy. Aunt. Excuse me. What's good? What's good? State. What's good? Recap. Jack, Ray, Smooth, Charlotte just popped up. So look, when I when, when get Charlotte up here right quick. So when the news broke last night, or we was investigating the news was breaking when we had our great eight hour record breaking eight hour space. Um, Charlotte was investigating, and I was hollering at some people here, and I kind of said, "Hey, the trade is is a go, and I think it's going to be for two second round picks." I never repeated it again because I didn't want to believe it. I didn't either, but then, then lo- <laughs> sorry, I don't yeah, want to interrupt. Yeah, but yeah. like the same guy, no, you good? Sent the same thing to me, yeah. and I didn't want to believe it because if you put something on Twitter, like people are, it's hard to believe that like people come, you know, whatever. I'll shut up. Right. No, nah, like I said, I got the text. Like I said, I I know some people who connected well with the Pacers here and stuff like that. But and yo, shout out to you, my four OG. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but shout out to you. You actually told us this shit last night, and I didn't want to believe it. You know, I try to be, I try to stay solid. I try to, yeah. if I see it in front of me, all right, cool. OG, you was the first, you was on it, and then you said, yo, y'all going to be pissed off. <laughs> you want us, right? So, Salute to you for whatever your connect is. Don't let nobody else get that connect. He nah. good. He certified. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I appreciate it. Like I, I mean, I'm the kind. I don't. I don't want to floss. You know what I'm saying? And and if I trust who told me, but at the same time, you know, I didn't want to. You know, shit changes overnight. You know what I'm saying? So I just leave it at that. But with all that being said, we just this time last week. Or two weeks ago, I know I was saying it. I know Charlotte was saying it. A couple of people, like I really thought Obi. I knew Obi was coming here to Indiana, Indianapolis. I knew that. 
but I thought he was coming here for a first round pick and then Chris Duarte or something like that. Some along them lines. That was that that smoke was beginning to turn into fire. But then when Denver made their move, it the percentage of that happening shrunk dramatic. Then when we signed Obi's brother, that bullshit happened. Then last night when I got it, like State said, I said, Y'all about to be mad as fuck. I knew today was gonna be straight Armageddon once the news broke. I'm sitting here watching my little Country Wayne skits, laying down, shit broke. But I want to go back to something before we get to that. This is the front office, y'all defend. For the last 36 hours, I've been in so many arguments on spaces. I'm, I have been, I've never yelled in spaces until the last 36, almost 48 hours. I haven't. I got motherfuckers threatening to whoop my ass beat me up last night i come on today i mentioned no names i'm just giving a, a normal take i get called out cussed out for the same shit that's happening right now the front office is giving nobody reason to believe in them because we just gave our number eight pick away for two draft picks I don't think the years have came out yet, but what I got was 2025 and 2025, 2028, but they might be protected. That's the problem. Okay, okay. That's I think what, I don't that's that's that. even worse. If that happens, I'll be even worse. Hold on, Jack. Wait, wait, Hold wait, on, Jack. Wait. Jack, sorry, Jack, sorry. Jack. Not today. I didn't mean to interrupt. My bad. No, no, you're fine. But uh, did I do that? Yo, hold on, hold on, Billy. Yo, Jack. Don't do that shit no more, bro. We not doing that shit today. We not doing that cutoff, random bullshit. I like the audio. Good audio means good podcast. Stop doing the random just want to act shit. Wait till somebody actually stops talking. Then you cut in. We not doing this shit no more. My mute button is very heavy today. I don't have, I have low tolerance right now. Don't do that shit again. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to interrupt Please. you, Billy. I was just adding on to your point. My bad. No, no, you cool. You cool. But this is what I'm saying. All that to say this, man. Like I'm, I'm being objective is not being negative. It's just keeping it real. It's just keeping it real, man. And we have to understand that shit as Knicks fans. Like everything we do isn't right, and everything we don't do is the right call. You know what I'm saying? We have to... Somebody clapping? Oh, we, we have to Charlotte, call we, a spade a spade. We got to call a spade a spade. Like today, earlier, I heard, man, Obi's not going to do nothing, man. He didn't do nothing here. Y'all weren't saying that when Obi was in the Nick uniform. Now he's not in the Nick uniform. We want to shit on Obi's about to thrive here in Indianapolis. Telling everybody that right now. But I'm not going to keep talking about Obi. I want to talk about the Knicks real quick. The shit is getting mad frustrating because every team in the league that made the playoffs has made a move except the New York Knicks. Like, giving Obi away and getting back two second-round picks was not a move. Now, if y'all heard the Ian Begley audio, that it kind of it kind of spoke into fruition as well because this move right here was supposed to clear way to bring in DiVincenzo. We'll see about that. But still, but still, you know what I'm saying? Still. And Dylan Brooks just went like, to the – Dylan Brooks, the Rockets. So – and Dante DiVincenzo went okay. to he went to dinner with Jalen Green of the Rockets uh, the other night. So, and the Rockets they can still, still got afford money. Him. The Rockets can still afford Dante. They still, they still got money. Yep. They still got money. So the big thing is, man, we gotta quit this being 
objective is oh, not being negative. At the end of the day, it's not being negative. But right now, man, Yo, I'm Billy, just man. shitting because the Knicks Your are not. Your audio fucking sucks, Billy. My audio? Jesus Christ. Um, What I will say is, and Billy, I, I gave you the calls again. You have to come back up. Um, I'm kind of like frustrated at the fact that I thought Leon Rose would be better than this. I, I think him not doing anything is kind of like bothering me. Uh, I think we should be a better team, but all right, whatever. No problem. Um, Angie, what's up, bro? Hey, yo, what up? Um, I'm going I'm to be real quick because I got a slide, but um, there's like three things wrong with this deal that I haven't really heard talked about yet. One is the fact that this deal was made after the draft is crazy to me. <laughs> if, 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 if you were going to trade Ovi for draft compensation, why not do it for this draft? Um, that's number one. Two, my, I don't really care about losing Obi Toppin. I don't think Obi Toppin is, you know, that great of a player or was going to be that big of a difference maker for us. But that's besides the point. Um, I view Ovi as a trade asset in a package and for a star. And I don't think two second-round picks are as valuable as Obi Toppin when you're trying to trade for a star. So this move, to me, kind of signals that we're not getting a star. <laughs> Um, I think it's really that simple. I don't think two second-round picks and, like, quickly and grind does anything. Um, I don't really get the move. Um, I'd rather Obi Toppin just leaving free agency than trading for two second-round picks. Um, we didn't even get a Chris Duarte back, which is crazy to me. I mean, Sacramento got Chris Duarte for draft compensation. You mean we couldn't get Obi for Chris Duarte and one second-round pick? I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. It doesn't really make sense. Um, we could have cleared that room by trading Fournier. Uh, so I, it just doesn't make sense. Um, you know, two second-round picks, I get that might be the market. That might be all they were offering for him, but just hold on to him then. Um, two second-round picks are not moving the needle for a star player. And we just traded an asset that we could have used in a package for a star player. So um, I truly think Leon Rose, like Leon Rose's plan, um, I've come to this conclusion today. I think he's just banking on Donovan Mitchell walking here two years from now, and I hate that plan. I hate it with a passion because the NBA landscape can change in two years. Um, and we're all assuming Donovan Mitchell is just going to walk here, but two years from now, like we don't know what the Knicks are going to look like. Um, two years of Tom Thibodeau running Jalen Brown, I'm mean, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson into the ground two years from now, Jalen Brunson might not even be Jalen Brunson no more. So we, we I don't like these long two-year star chasing plans. Um, uh, waiting for Donovan Mitchell, I, I just don't think that's a smart idea. Uh, we all thought Damian Lillard would have loved to be a Nick. There were rumors two years ago that Bradley Bill would have loved to be a Nick. We all thought Kevin Durant would have loved to be a Nick. Kyrie would have loved to be a Nick. They never come. Um, I think the only way we're going to Get us off, get ourselves a star to either draft one, two, or trade for one. Waiting for one to walk here, I just don't think is a good idea. And I think that's really what Leon Rose's plan is. Because this, I'm not really stressing not doing nothing this free agency. Like, that's not my, my, my big thing. But 
Um, getting rid of assets that we could have used to trade for a star player is um I, I just don't see the plan no more. I don't see the plan no more. But you know, that's my take. Um I think like honestly, I'm not gonna say the name because state gonna yell yeah, and get mad, but I think this is reinforces that um, you know, that guy is is the chip that Leon Rose is intending or planning to move. That or we're planning on Donovan Mitchell walking here in two years, and I hate both of those those plans. So, uh, yeah, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Fire, fire, take. Go, um, go ahead, Jack. I'm good. I don't feel like talking. Yeah. Just trying um, to listen to you. Go ahead, Jack. No, <sighs> I wanted, I wanted, goddamn, um, OG Billy to come back up. What I did, I did by accident, is I think I um, removed them by accident. I think when you remove somebody from the spaces, I don't think you can add them back in. Yeah, that's what no, happened to me yesterday, State. That's exactly what happened. So, he, so I couldn't see your space or anything anymore. That's why I had to come back under you, the Nick spaces. You account. can remove from spaces, or you can remove as a um, speaker. speaker. So if you yeah, remove see, from you the space, like twice. yeah, it happened. It's happened. State oh. did it to me the other day. I was trying to tell you, and you was you was like, "Nah, I ain't do it." But I know you didn't have intent on doing it. But yeah, so Billy can't come back up no no matter what. Oh, Charlotte, you better send him Nick Space's account password and let him come back up. But no. with that, no. um, Billy, I mean Billy, shout out to you, yo, Jack, man, Jack. Yo, um, um, real quick, Jack, like you're a younger Nick fan than me, right? Yeah, and I'm super happy that you didn't have to live through Jerome James. I'm super happy that you have to live through these guys currently, because if like, I did, I would have rioted. MSG yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Jack. Uh, you know the funny thing? If those second round picks are protected, and then we don't get them, I am gonna freak out on Leon Rose, bro. I'm already freaking out on Leon Rose. This man, we could have had Obi for, even though I did not like Chris Duarte, Chris Duarte is way more valuable than those two second-round picks, which we probably could have got two, three second-round picks for Chris Duarte. And then we that 26th overall pick, we could have got something else for that, too. We could have drafted a young guy. Or the people that really wanted to star, you could have did that, but I would have drafted at 26. But no, we didn't get any of those two guys. Instead, we settled for two second-round picks. One of them's probably protected. And if that doesn't convey, then it's basically one second round pick. So, you know what? I hope you protect a second round pick. What the heck? The Miami <laughs> pick is protected. So, like, it's top 55 protected for us. If we don't get the pick, it goes to someone else. Like, it goes to another team if it doesn't convey. The protections so, came out on the trade? I don't know. I don't think they're. No, they didn't. Don't do that, Some, then, Jack. Someone said, Jack. Jack, don't oh do that. Jack, don't do finish. what someone said, please. Let me finish. So, um, I'm really like, I was shocked that like we actually did it because I thought if we didn't do it on draft night, I thought we weren't gonna do it till maybe the deadline. But I was still kind of shocked. I was kind of like shook. Also, I kind of knew like before, like last night before that guy, that analyst, assuming he's a Pacers analyst, said it. When he said it, I knew there was speculation above it. But then it then when it wasn't announced at midnight, I fell asleep and I thought it wasn't actually going to happen again. And then Obi got traded obviously today. 
at like 12. But you know what? I'm just mad, bro. Because we're probably just going to sign Dante DiVincenzo and then run RJ or Hart at the back of four. And then when Randall gets hurt, we're screwed. Because who's going to play that back of power forward or even starting power? Who's going to play the starting four when Randall gets hurt? I just want to tell you guys that right now. Who is? Who is it? I'm being serious. Who will it be? Oh, wait. We don't know. We're probably going to get Jericho shot there, which I don't like that because we can't really space the floor. We already don't have good floor spacing. And um, the funny thing is, is with all these young teams coming up, the only team I'm, I don't really care about, Charlotte. Charlotte always screws up. Detroit's going to pass us by next, not next, not even just next year, the year after that. Jack, he's gonna, Jack, you got you to gotta calm down, care. bro. That's, that's not going to happen. Detroit's going to be, ne- like, not next season. The season after that, Detroit's going to no, be. No, they're not. Yes, it they're is, not. bro. bro they don't have one player that's Jack. ascending right Cade. now, bro. Cade. They don't Cade have Ivy, one bro. player ascending. One. Cade gonna get better. He's not ascending to anything right now. He has nothing but potential. You have nobody but that's ascending. First sin- couple games, bro. Cade is literally gonna get better. I V you already saw the potential. Look, He's you want to use Orlando, bro? No, no, I just Ooh. no. That was one of the teams. I didn't. I didn't say any of. I didn't say anyone else yet. I'm saying Orlando, Indiana was literally right up on our tail until Halliburton got hurt, and then Miles Turner got hurt. That's why they missed the playoffs and the playing altogether. Orlando, you got Paolo, you got Franz Wagner, you got um, Anthony Black now, you got Wendell Carter Jr. Like, those guys are key contributors. Plus, you also got Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and... No, Orlando's a team. Orlando's definitely dope. Mark, Jack, Mark, Jack, Jack relax, game, relax, Jack. Bro, Calm down. No moves, we're going to pay for mid. We're gonna... yo, I blame State for this. I blame State. Yo, 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 Charlie. Charlie, hold on. Hold on. What I told y'all about that fucking talking while everybody else is talking. I told y'all about that shit today. I don't have the patience for that shit today. Stan, stop doing that shit. Jack, speak. Stan, stop doing that shit. Stan, I got to do my Dr. Umar. Stan, stop doing that shit. You're blowing mine. I'm not for the bullshit today. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't want to hear mad people screaming at the same time. Let these people speak. Let them get their points across. Let them get their frustration out. Stan, you didn't company man for the past couple of days. I don't want to hear about what. Let them talk. Relax. Sorry, bro. Wait. Wait, Wait, Jack, you done? No, I'm not done. Oh, you still chirping, young blood? I'm almost done. The thing is, Obi's going to start for Indiana probably right away because Jarris Walker ain't ready. I can okay. see him being a most improved player candidate easily. Um, mm. Two second round picks isn't the right place. I'm not even. I'm not even being mad about the price, bro. We should have traded him after his first year when we signed Randall to that extension, because we were basically banking on um if Randall was doing bad, then Ob would have took over. Correct. Um, if Randall was doing bad, and plus Randall, well, we had a team option that year. We probably would have declined it, but we accepted it and then gave Randall an extension. Because so. If we if we get listen Charlotte, if like let me say this, if we gave Randall that hundred million, we should have traded Obi. There was no point of having him on the team, and plus his value probably I think it was way higher than it was like at that time. So you know what I like selling people a high value when we already have a player that we just paid a hundred million for. We could have probably got Obi for a first round pick, and like a and player at the time. 
But no, we didn't do that. We stuck Obi for the next two seasons in the corner and played him 12 minutes a game. And we probably, I'm not saying stunt his development, but we made his value way lower. And once he gets to Indiana, him and Halliburton are going to have a field day. Hit like, I'm just saying the last thing I'm going to say, him and Halliburton are going to be so well together, bro. Because you have actually Rick Carlisle, who's a decent coach. They're going to run mad pick and rolls. When was the last time, like Say said this, when was the last time you saw Randall do a pick and roll with even anyone on the Knicks? I don't think we saw that. So, again, Obi, when Halliburton gets there, he's going to cut more. He's going to be way more inside. Okay, his three-point shots are going to be a little less than what he was shooting in New York. But, again, he's going to be way more effective because he's going to play his game. Indiana. They'll know how, how to use his strength. Not like Tom Thibodeau does with his players. Jack, I agree with your point that, you know, I think Obi Toppin was brought here to replace Julius Randle and got a phone call. Um, he was brought here to replace Julius Randle and what happened was uh, he just he literally did not he, he didn't work, and, you know, Julius popped off, and then Obi should have been traded earlier. I agree with you, but two second-round picks, I guess that's the best they could do, and they were in a rush to kind of move off of him. Charlotte, let me correct you there. Because, like, you got this – you got a little company woman syndrome, and, 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 and let me let me correct you there. When the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin in 2020 – Randall should have been out the door that summer, right? After the COVID almighty fourth seed, Randall should have been traded during that season. That's the deadline. If, I need up mad trades for John Collins. Sorry to interrupt, Kate. If you wasn't going to build with Obi Toppin long term, then you have to trade Randall the moment you draft Obi Toppin. They had no plan for Obi Toppin. They had no foresight. They went they didn't best have... available. They went best available. Ma'am, that's stupid now. That's but, pro- but that's the truth. But that's proven to be stupid. You're proving my point. You're only proving my point. Like, like the more you talk, you prove my narrative to be even stronger. Because if you're saying they went BPA, well, BPA on your roster at that time was a power forward. You average 20, 10, and 5. So why the fuck would you average? Why would the fuck would you average get another power forward? Why? When you had Halliburton right in front of you, brother. Stop that bullshit, man. It's over for Knicks management, Charlotte. You can sit here and try to spend whatever that, that shit is done for, champ. The only thing I'm worried about is if Dante signs with, like, the Rockets or any other team, what the hell are the Knicks going to do? Did you just hear what you just said to me? That That's what I'm saying. What are they going to do? Because ma'am, he's at dinner with Jalen Green. Ma'am, you just said to me what you're worried about is a man who averaged five points in the last year playoffs. That, Ladies and gentlemen... That's how far the Knicks. That's how far we've fallen. This is pathetic. You can sigh all you want. That that shit ain't. Charlotte, but state, but state. Yes. Why? It's not about worrying about a guy. That it's not about like points or whatever. It's about fit. And Dante Divincenzo fits this team. How? How? Shooting. Chemistry, chemistry, 
He's played with these guys since college. Yo, my yo. But I'm Where talking the playing? truth. Where is he playing? He's going to play the backup. He's going to play on the bench, off the bench. Oh, this fucking yo, you make me more mad the more you talk, bro. Like, okay, yeah, I don't know what to tell you I'm then. Good. Yo, like, Charlotte, I, good. go to Bruder Smith. I'm good, Charlotte. No, but that's the truth. He's a Charlotte, he's, I'm good. About fit. So, Josh Hart is your backup four? Yes. That's dumb. That's fucking that's stupid. The truth. That's the truth. That's Josh dumb. Play the backup four. They don't have money to go get a Charlotte, backup four. That's four. dumb. They don't have time. They don't that's have money. That's dumb. They don't have time. I don't care. That's dumb. They don't have money for a backup four. I don't care if you Charlotte, think it's dumb. Charlotte, that's dumb as shit. How? This nigga said. It doesn't Yo, make any Bruce. sense. <laughs> it makes no sense to play that It's way. about fits. You see Yo, where Bruce. I'm coming with this? <laughs> Nick Swift is an actual shit. No, Charlotte. Now, see, we're going to see. We're, this is a preview. If RJ would have ever be traded, this is a fucking preview of how much Char- this Charlie, fan base will be in shambles if no, RJ Barrett right. traded. Charlotte, answer my question. Name me the NBA team right okay. now in the NBA that deploys a 6'4 power forward. <laughs> the New York Knicks. <laughs> Yo, you trolling, man. Stop with this plain shit. <laughs> Oh my goodness, bro! You asked for my answer. That's my fucking. And that's dumb. <laughs> Fuck. They don't have money to go. I'm good, yo, bro. I'm good, bro. But they don't. Good. But John, okay, 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 so, so, I'm good. so in that trade, right? We're getting the two second round picks. Why can't we get them to throw in Isaiah Jackson, or or, or even Jalen Smith? I would take either one of those guys. Brutus. Come on. Yo, we started good. with Kata Bates Yo, D up, and then now we're on Isaiah Jackson. It's not happening. Yo, I'm good, man. Yo, go to Bruce. Isaiah Jackson is, is, on, is on Indiana right now. We might Why as well get Indiana something. Give him up? Why would Indiana give him up? They just got Obi Toppin. Oh, my God. This stupid-ass conversation, man. Brutus, you got. I'm not even gonna go into into that one, yeah. man. But like I said, uh, we've been on y'all been on here screaming for a move to be made, <laughs> and then and then here's the move. Here's the move, and that's what they've done now. Obi Toppin is no longer Nick. Uh, hopefully, uh, somebody on the timeline was saying, hopefully. Uh, the younger Toppin, Jacob, takes Obi's number, so this way his poor kid could still have a, a Toppin playing. jersey and it be. <laughs> I didn't say play. about him playing. I just said it let him take the number one, so this way all the people with number one jerseys that say Toppin, <laughs> it'll still be correct. He's not even going to get a jersey. He's only going to play in summer league and then leave. Uh, he's a two-way player, so uh, unless we release him off of a two-way that they just signed him to, I don't know why they uh, that would happen. He's not just they'll a summer league him. player. They'll release him. They'll release him. He's gonna play in summer league so other teams can watch him play, see what he can do, and then see if he can get a contract. But they already signed him to the two-way. Oh, he's not gonna stay Charlotte. with the Knicks. Let Brutus speak. I am done with hearing your voice. After Josh Hart came back before, I'm good. Yeah, that's 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 pretty. That's that's going to be pretty when nasty. It happens, when it happens, when it happens, don't say. Oh, that's I'm nasty. good, bro. I said I'm good. Respect me, please. I respect you when you say you good. I'm good. 
Let Brutus go. I, I, yeah, I'd rather have Jericho Sims play the four if that's the case on the back of four and allow, or actually have have Sims be the center and and let uh, Isaiah Hartenstein be more like a four and let him be up at the top, let him do some passing and maybe allow him to shoot the threes again. Uh, maybe he'll be uh, get better at it again for this year. Um, I think that's a plan. Also, hey, listen, there's one guy out there that I really like that just got um, released, and that was uh, Trendon Rawford from um, Portland. This guy gave us all kinds of hell last year, every time we seen him, like even from Summer League, and uh, he actually is a pretty good player. So um, I would not mind us picking him up on the cheap. I think we could sign him to like a $2 million deal and get him in here. I know we have Isaiah Roby. I'm, I'm not looking big at, I mean, a back of our rotation guys, and this is the reason why not drafting is so, is so you know, misguided by this front office. I don't understand why they don't do it. Now we have two 25-year-old undrafted free agents still at the back of our uh, uh, roster right now in um, Isaiah Roby and Daquan Jeffries. Neither one will ever really see the floor for this team. So what is the point? Um, we could use their money to try to do something. I mean, heck, we don't even have to carry 15 players because we know that Tom Thibodeau ain't going to use them any freaking way. So I would rather have some young guys back, you know, that we just drafted to be at the back of the end of that rotation or not rotation, but the back end of the roster. I mean, so this way we have guys that could be developing, coming up possible uh, trade chips because they were something in college. And this is why punting on the draft is just a, a big time mistake, man. This this team is going to pay for that. Um, going into this season, like right now, if they go with this um, Josh Hart playing back up, freaking power forward, it, I, I, I don't. I'm not going to know what to say. There's zero chance. Okay, yes, he'll get a few rebounds, but he's still going to get devastated and exploited. Or for the most part, trying to play defense on other power forwards. It's not It's not going to work. He might get a rebound here and there because of the way he hustles, but it's not like actually playing as a four. He's never really played in as a four and got those rebounds like that. So I, I don't understand what everybody's saying. Now he's going to have to box out and, and rebound against other fours. I don't see that being a very uh, good recipe for success. So, hey, Listen, we got rid of the only guy on our bench that Tibbs was playing just a little. Our only other guy was size, and he was the 6'9". Um, we, we also lose the element of the fast break element that we had, losing Obi. We lose, um, you know, he was starting to make some threes and make them at a decent clip. I, I, so we're losing all of this, and we have no replacement for it. If the replacement is Josh Hart, they could kiss my ass. If the if the replacement, if the only it, uh, move we're going to make is to sign Dante DiVincenzo, right? And when and when I put up his uh, playoff stats last year, just like State was saying, this man did not perform well in the playoffs, but yet everybody is singing him like he's going to be some different X factor. Grimes is going to lose time, right? 
um, IQ could probably lose time because um, Tom Thibodeau is going to ride the Villanova boys because he's riding Jalen Brunson's coattails the same way he rode Derrick Rose coattails. So the team is only going to go as far as Jalen Brunson is going to be able to take us. It's that, that's what we're doing right now. Tom Thibodeau is not a good coach, right? To Obi Toppin said it in his thing. He said, you can't coach, right? He said that in that, in that thing. And, and, and that's true. He's Jalen Brunson, uh, Derek Rose made Tom Thibodeau what he is. He would not have been nothing had Derek Rose not been the MVP level player. He was in Detroit. Jalen Brunson is now going to make him in this next era, but he will still never get us over the top. Not Jalen Brunson, but Tom Thibodeau as a coach, man. I'm tired of us losing. Listen to what our track record is here. Number eight pick, Frank Nilakina, gone. Number nine pick, Kevin Knox, gone. Traded for number 10 overall draft pick, Cam Reddish, gone. Drafted Obi Toppin, the number eight pick, gone. How many young players is this? We going to allow this coach to devastate and, and get kicked out of here for this coach? I don't understand what the Knicks are doing right now. This is ridiculous. All of that young talent, you trying to tell me that none of these players could be anything? I, I don't believe it. I understand they've gotten into other situations, and maybe it's not because they're now not a focal point of anything. When when Frank Nellikino was here at State, you said it all the time. Why wasn't the man put into the lineup and let us take his knock, take our knocks? Our team wasn't good anyway. We we could have lost with him playing and gaining experience and maybe learning how to become the player we all wanted him to be. Same thing with Kevin Knox. They gave him a taste of. of of being a guy his first year, let him kind of have the reins, and then brought in a bunch of players that played his position the next year and relegated him to nothingness, you know, making him have to earn this and that. When they gave it to him, he was kind of progressing, learning his way. And then the second year, they just grabbed it away from him and made him a non-factor. And, of course, that makes them a non-factor in trades. It's the same thing now that they're doing with all of the kids that we have on our roster. We traded a number eight pick for two second-round picks that are going to be fucking protected. This is fucking insane. Anybody who's liking this shit right now, fuck you. I'm out. <sighs> Sounds like. Everybody about to turn in the state variants. Hey, yo, state. Can I just say that Brutus calling him Dante DiVincenzo is the most funniest thing I heard today? Yo, yo, Dante DiVincenzo is ass dog shit, bro. I don't want to <laughs> hear about him, man. Quentin Delacina already went through three months putting up triple singles. Nick fans is shaking ass for Dante DiVincenzo. After you watch Julius Randle, you got a beautiful young lady. Her fucking Twitter... Julius Randle apologist. You're going to let this young lady go on another season having to watch Randle die out there. He's going to die out there fucking with this. I'm like, yeah, I can't tell you. The crazy thing is, though, is DiVincenzo was a good piece, man. He about to get a lot of flack. 
It is not even his fault. Not for this team, man. Not with the way we're constructed, man. You got a bunch of six four, six five guys. You're just giving up on Quentin Grimes. You're going to give all his time to Quentin Grimes like he's going to be that much better. You're going to take away uh, time from Quick. What? 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 What's the plan here with that? You're going to just move Josh Hart to the uh, to be a backup freaking power forward. What kind of freaking sense does that it's make? To, it's to make Jalen Brunson more comfortable. You got me? So it's like if he's got guys that he fucks with or that they think they see like, hey, this worked in college. It should work for us. It, it, it just goes to what they're trying to build. And it's like it's sabotaging the actual pure talent that we do have. Right. Because it's like for the longest time. I, I'm. I was for the belief like, yo, we can't draft nobody. Like, no matter who our scouts are, no matter who the front office is, like, we just miss, right? And then you start seeing little things in IQ. You, obviously, you see the things in RJ, and then you see the things in Obi, right? And then to just not even try to like, you give up Obi before Evan, and like that's where like now I'm really starting to get like turned out. You got me because it's like, even if you had half a brainstem, why wouldn't you try to package Evan? and Obi clear some more space, right, and try to get anybody. Just just shoot for something. But instead, you guys just want to be petty and just, just kick them out for rocks. And it's like, that's the shit that drives me crazy because it's like, obviously we saw the writing on the wall, but it's like the way that we don't get a return back is what pisses me off. It's like, bro, it's so simple. Like, you, you guys didn't have to make anything complicated. It's just like, yo, Obi's a top 10 pick. Give us something of actual value. So it's like, for us to just get kicked in the balls like this, it's like, if you try to make this look good, and obviously, I think we should all know Josh Hart's not going to be the backup four. Like, they're probably going to do something there. Like, making sense play that, I I, I, I guess, would, would cover up some shit, but it doesn't, he doesn't score like Obi can. So it's like, it's redundant. And the more redundant moves and pieces we get to build around Brunson, the further back we actually ha- like go, like bro, it's it's gonna close our window in a bad way. So it's just like I, I can't. I don't think anybody can paint this to where it's like it's better that we got rid of Obi. It's like it, it's stupid. Everything we do, the way we operate, like- is stupid, bro. I will say this to defend the Dante DiVincenzo thing. It's really hard. Yo, can we move it along, yo? I've been waiting for a fucking hour to get on here. Come on. I'm about to finish it up real quick. That's how you um, know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Ed. That's how you know Nick Fit is tight. I never heard <laughs> talk like that. That's what yeah, my like, school came at me crazy. Hurry but, up. Um, it's, 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 it's hard to find big wings that can shoot um, and play D. They, like, that's a commodity in the league. So um, with the money we have available, we can't really afford one. To be completely honest, um, you know, so they're looking for shooting, um, and with the money we have, we're either gonna find six four guys that can shoot or six seven six eight guys that can't shoot, um, and that's kind of where we find ourselves. That's the conundrum we're in right now. Yo, shout outs to Jacob Toppin, baby. Shout outs to Jacob Toppin. Was good, King. <laughs> Go ahead, Smooth. I'm sorry. I know you wanted to get here before Smooth. I was I was in the middle of a rant. I'm pissed off just like you. Than me. Uh, for me, I think talking allows me to feel a little bit better about things. I think that's why I had to start a space. Um, because I, I, I can't I can't just be at work. I, I can't just do this. Man. I, I, I can't just sit here and and, <laughs> and lie to myself no more. Smooth. Whenever you ready, bro, you could go, bro. I'm not going to interrupt you, no nothing, bro. I want everybody to 
let the emotions and feelings go. Now go ahead, brother. So <clears throat> I had a beautiful day today. You know, I went to this nice, uh, you know, Spanish spot, you know what I mean? And, and I'm watching TV, you know, ha- having a nice conversation. I see the trade. You should have seen the look on my face. I, I, I'm just sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? It's not, it, Like, for me, like, I already know these kids are gone. Like, I tweeted it days ago. I'm not even surprised that they traded them. But let me, let me get this straight. Say, talk to me here. We're going to talk basketball for a second. You trade. <laughs> you trade your lottery pick, okay? <laughs> your lottery pick. You could, could I be in on this with you smooth, man? Could I be in on this with you smooth? I'm right there with you. Could I be in on this? So, so look, like I, I, we can all agree, like a lot of the kids are going to be gone very soon, right? Except for maybe RJ, right? But even as in the question with Tim as the head coach, but you mean to tell me? That you traded your lottery pick for two second round picks that you're never going to use. Even if you select players, they are never seeing the basketball court. If Tom Thibodeau wouldn't even play his lottery pick, what the fuck do you think he's going to do with two second round picks if he's the head coach? Because you know, <laughs> like, seriously, like, what a serious question, though. That don't make no sense. I'm not even going to sit here and lose my mind because at the end of the day, like, listen, trading him is one thing, but I I would at least think you would have the decency to sit there and say, all right, you know, we got to go in this direction. Let's try to, you know, use him at least for a star player. You trade him for two second round picks that you're never going to use. And then you got Ian Begley coming on this fucking Twitter app. Sorry, Ian Begley, this ain't even for you. But you you forcing him to go on a Twitter app? Oh, the Knicks are below the 149 luxury tax line, and now they got the full mid-level. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, like, like a salary dump? That Honestly, that's a Tibbs move right there. I don't even think Leon Rose is even capable of doing some shit like that. That is a Tibbs move. He don't even have a GM. Who do you think runs the front office? Tibbs is the smartest man in the room. We traded our lottery pick for two second-round picks that we're never going to use. We're like ne- we're never using that, never. Obi Toppin, li- uh, listen, I- I'm hurt. I'm hurt because we never gave the kid a chance. And 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 you know you know what's funny, state. Let's talk basketball, right? How the fuck? To some of y'all motherfuckers on this app, y'all get on here, y'all were shitting on Obi, talking about he can't do this, he can't do that, he's a bum, he's a bust, but y'all mad that we traded him for two second round picks. Y'all wanted him traded. You got your wish. So now you're complaining about what we got in return? But y'all wanted him gone, though. This is what y'all wanted, though, right? Y'all wanted him off the team. He was such a bad player, and he deserved to get 15 minutes. Do y'all understand how deadly him and Tyrese Halliburton can be with Benedict 
Matherin. Y'all understand how good they could be in a year or two? They they fucking wanna they fucking wanna make the playoffs this year. That's how talented they are. And we gave them away for nothing. For nothing. And mind you, we, and mind you, we still haven't done nothing in free agency. Y'all sit here and y'all kiss the ass of this front office. Here goes a basketball question state. How the fuck is Evan Fournier still on this team? Would you trade away your lottery pick? Evan motherfucking <laughs> Fournier? The French bastard who don't play no defense. Nothing. It's still on this team. And y'all sit here and y'all are cool with it. You want to know why? Because next year we're going to win 45 to 50 games. And be out in the first round. This is what y'all want to do, right? Like, I don't understand why y'all so mad. I'm not even mad anymore. Because I know this shit is coming. And guess what? It's going to get a lot worse. Because when they finally wait for a fucking star, all the kids are gone. So the pain that I feel right now, get ready. Grimes, you're going to be out of here soon. IQ, you're definitely going to be out of here soon. I, I, I just hope y'all know this. And then, even, even, uh-huh. if this is the, even if this is the team that you're bringing back, bro, how, like, who you going to have playing the four? Matter of fact, why don't we sign Todd Gibson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, seriously. Like, you put not Todd put that in the atmosphere, Smooth. Do not put that in the atmosphere. No, 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 no. I'm throwing all the motherfucking trap cards out on this motherfucker. Heart of the cards, guide me. Because I'm going to let this, I'm going to light. Y'all sit here. Y'all want Josh Hart playing the four? Seriously? Seriously. This ain't even a shot at Josh Hart. Did y'all want him playing the four? When we play against those real teams, they're going to fucking abuse us. Just like Miami did. And God forbid if Miami gets them. Oh, my goodness. We're going to be a fucking seventh seed. Y'all, like, y'all do realize that, right? The only reason why we were a sixth seed this year, well, the fifth seed, the only reason why we were a top five team is because Brooklyn traded away their star. If they don't trade away their stars, we're not a 50. And now you're going to sit there and give Miami Dame Lillard? Are you kidding me? And y'all think we're still going to be a top five seed? Nah, bro. Y'all are cool with this front office? Deal with it. Deal with it. Because there's more bad trades coming. There's more room coming. <laughs> like, like, seriously, like, <laughs> like, I don't, like, listen, like, honestly, like, hold on, babe, I'll be right there. Listen, before I go touch grass, right? Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit here on spaces all day upset, right? Yo. We... <laughs> yo, they traded. Oh, yo, they had me watching. Yo. This is a safe space, man. Yo. And, let me. Uh, yo, go ahead, Smooth. My, my... Yo, like, we traded away Obi for a salary dump, bro. Like you don't even have a backup plan. Like who, who, who like who the fuck are you gonna sign? That's gonna that's gonna give you that's gonna be a solid player at the four. Like, are y'all really cool with this? This ain't how you run a front office, yo. We don't have a GM. 
The smartest man in the room is the fucking head coach. This is a Tom Thibodeau tree. So I do realize that when he was in Minnesota, who do you think <laughs> traded Zach Levine? Like, do y'all know that he had he had uh, the kid Jones? Do you know that Tom Thibodeau had Laurie Marketing on Minnesota, and he and he and he was part of that front office to get rid of him? Do y'all understand <laughs> that shit? This dude does not want to develop talent ever. But y'all are cool with just making the playoffs. That's a fact, by the way. Check it up. Check it up. <laughs> this dude literally. Benched Carl Anthony Towns for Todd Gibson. That should never happen in the NBA season. Never. Regardless of whether you like Carl Anthony Towns or not, you benched him for Todd Gibson? <laughs> you know, like, 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 and y'all sit here and, and it, it's just crazy how y'all are mad. That we that we got what we got in return. Let's talk basketball. What the fuck did you think we were gonna get in return playing him fifteen minutes per game? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> man. No, not not re- realistically. Y'all really, y'all really thought that we were gonna get. Listen, and I and we should have got back more. But I'm saying to you, go mm-hmm. to any other franchise, right? And, and, mm-hmm. If you're playing a lottery pick, 15 minutes per game, mm-hmm. I'm going to look at you like, how fucking dare you ask me for a first-round pick, and you don't even play him. You don't even yeah, be- play him, so why would I help you? Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, yo, you, like, this and- front office, like, y'all going to learn the hard way. While they're blinding y'all in y'all face with 45 to 47 to 48 wins in the season, while y'all are blinded by that, Y'all don't even realize what is your plan if we don't get any stars next year. <laughs> We're not getting one. Are y'all gonna be cool with re-signing Randall again to, <laughs> to finish his career? Yo, smooth chill, smooth chill. No, Let no, me... like, like I'm, I'm asking. Like I wanna, cause y'all, are, some of y'all are happy, right? Y'all are happy about that shit. Y'all are happy about giving up on your eighth overall pick, who literally has unlimited potential. Listen, OB better have a bad season next year because I swear to you, I promise you, you think, yo, you might be Dr. Doom uh, State, but Dark Side is coming, motherfucker. Yo, and I'm going to light up so, li- I'm going to light up so relax. many people. No, no, I'm not relaxing, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. Let me get somebody else in the kitchen, no, bro. No, I'm a, get listen, I'm going to go touch grass so y'all going to get this last take. So what I'm, t- I'm telling right, you, I'm telling you, bro, they better fucking pray that Obi doesn't have a good season next year. Because I'm going to sit there and I'm going to look look at y'all and I'm going to say, this is what we had in our team. <laughs> <laughs> and look at what we got in return. Y'all gave up that for second-round picks. Yo, 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 smooth, it's, man. It's cool, smooth. man. It I love cool, you, man. Smooth, I love it. Chill, chill. Let somebody else eat. Man. I, I got you. Else. I got you. Go ahead, you gonna let everybody? I, I, I gotta, I gotta bounce anyway, bro. I, I got, I got, you know. I'll make sure she's working. I'm about, I'm about to Yo, give that. you some ass, bro. I'm about to tear this Asian shit ass up. Bro. Listen, I, I don't give a fuck about nothing today. I am going to go ham today, and I'm gonna enjoy myself and have some good sex. 
I apologize. But y'all have a good day. Go touch your grass. I'm out of here. Alright, yo, smooth man. Peace, man. Love, man. Um, I'm currently at work. So I I'm I'ma touch grass tonight too. You know, I told Shorty, you know, the spare key is she came and got the spare key for me while I'm at work and all that. I told her, please pick me up two chopped cheeses, right? Because when I get off of work, I just need my shoulders rubbed with some nice baby oil on it. You know, the $3 baby oil from the $0.99 cent store? I got that in the crib right now, so I'm going to go get that. But, you know, the Knicks is ass. That, 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 that's, that's what I got from today. So what I will do right now, before Ray, you get back in here, and then I see, I see Almighty Red, I see you, I see you, Joe. I'm going to let you guys both get in here, too. Let me just do this real quick, brothers. Shout-outs to Obi Toppin, man. Obi, I love you, bro. I appreciate you, bro. I hope you do great things, bro. I believe in you, brother. I know what the Knicks had in you, and I know they robbed you. Uh, what? Wait, you don't, You need help? Oh, you sure? All right. Yo, yo, I see you at 7. I'm going to come get you. Yeah, so hey, work shit, my bad. But um, I want to say shout out to Obi Toppin, man. I love you, brother. You're from Brooklyn, I'm from Harlem. I appreciate you pulling up to the kingdom. Anthony MSG, he never had a chopped cheese a day in his life. He lying on the app. Company men, you random fucking avies who come under my 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 pictures and you fucking talk about me. You say I'm stupid. You stupid motherfuckers who deleted two of my Twitters already. You try to stop the wave. Y'all can't stop the wave. Now Tibbs got, he dragging his soggy ass balls across your face. You company men is still defending this shit. I can't believe this shit. Um, Obi, I apologize that the Knicks drafted you too. Because the Knicks drafted you with no plan. When Randall averaged 20 and 10 in the season where I used the Tasmanian devil gift a lot, I used, that was my most used gift, I think, ever. And when I kept using that gift, I said, yo, we got to do something. When we drafted OB, I thought Randall was going to be gone. He's not gone. Okay, no problem. So you know what? OB, shout out to you. Appreciate you. Love you. Have a good career in um, Indiana. And you could definitely come back to the Knicks. Cam Reddish, love you. Proud of you. Keep doing your thing. You're a young black brother. Um, you're a young brother that Tibbs tried to make you seem like you was trash. Put you in the corner. Just like he did Obi Toppin. They put y'all in the corner. They put y'all in the corner. I'm super happy for you, Reddish. Play your ass off on the Lakers. Because I need you and Obi to hoop next season to make us look good. Y'all got to make us at negative next Twitter look good. Y'all can't make us look stupid. Y'all got to ball out next summer. That's a fact. Because we're going to be killing positive next Twitter next season. Oh, my God. Um, Quickly, 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 I don't know if you got a burner account in here. Quickly, I need you to ask off for the Knicks. I need you to go to a team that will start you so you can get your fucking money, bro. Fuck what the Knicks is talking about. Fuck those quickly stands quickly. Think about your generational wealth. I am a hospital worker. I'm a healthcare worker. I would love... I, I, I'm trying to do this entrepreneur thing with the Knicks. Quickly. 
Go make your millions, bro. They are robbing you. You had to sit behind Alfred Payton and Alec Burks for two years of your life. And I had to record podcasts making excuses and defending myself. I'm in the thread. Nick and Nader is witness to this. I'm in the thread and it's five versus one. It's five dudes versus me defending Alfred Payton minutes over quickly minutes. Are you kidding me? Quickly ask off for the Knicks, bro. I need you to, because I need fans to hate Tibbs because Tibbs is the issue here. Tibbs is the reason why you kids got to go. Kevin Knox, I love you, brother. I don't care if we drafted you over SGA. I know what we had in you. I know what I seen when I seen 31 and 15. I know what I seen when I seen 27 and 15. No, he had 31 and 7. Yeah, 27 and 15. Youngest Nick ever to have 25 and 15. I know what I seen in you, Knox. If Tim's wanted to put Obi in the corner, he could have just put your ass in the corner and let you light it up from three. We could have developed you, but we signed five power forwards to play ahead of you. I am so sorry, Kevin Knox, that Tim's did that to you. You need to ball out next year. You need to be in the gym right now. I seen what you did on Instagram the other day. You got the new facility for the kids. I love shit like that, Knox. Focus on your craft. Focus. That's what I need Knox and Reddish to do. They need to focus up. Obi, I'm super happy you fucking got out of here, bro. Now the bullseye on Randall. Randall can't hide no more. <laughs> Obi fans hate Randall right now. <laughs> but, um, yo, Mighty Red, what's up, bro? Hey, what's good, bro? Real quick, good? real quick, state. Dylan Brooks, four-year, eight million. Bro, what's up, bro? Yo, man, I'm yeah, I'm not doing this today, man. I'm not doing this today. I'm not doing this today. Billy, man, why do they man, do, I'm not doing this today. Night. I got to Why do they do that right to us? Last night. They think we're a game? This shit not fun no more for me, man. Nick fans got to understand, man. I want to win. I want to get far in the playoffs, but I want a proper rebuild. I don't want a non-proper rebuild. Almighty Red, let's try this again. What's up, bro? What's good, bro? What's good? So, you know what I mean? I'm a Miami mm-hmm. Heat fan, so I don't want nobody feeling no shade, but I lived in the Bronx uh, for... Hold on, man. <laughs> hold on. You dare come in the space while I'm sulking over Obi Toppin. And, Billy, I can't hear you. You might have to go back down and come back up. I don't want to do the same thing I did last time, and then you can't come back in the space. But I definitely can't hear you. I'm almighty red. I'm telling you right now, you talk shit about the Knicks, I'm removing you. I'm telling you right now, if you try to say anything company managed, defending the Knicks and defending actions, I'm going to remove you. I'm telling you right now, this is not nobody else's state. Space. This is a state space. You see, you don't hear people talking over each other. We don't do that over here. We respect each other, but don't you come over here talking your shit unless you're trying to give me Tyler Hero. Okay? Now go ahead, you fucking Miami Heat fan, right. motherfucker. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear my you, man. brother. 
Go ahead. Go no, ahead, it's all love. Right? It's all love. I ain't even come over here to, to talk no shit. I just wanted to give people perspective of front office differences. Oh, go ahead. To support, go ahead. I hear it. to support your theory about the front office. So, for example, three years ago, nobody knew who Max Struess was. Nobody knew who he was. He just got the bag. Three years, $64 million. I could say the same thing about Gabe Vincent. I could say the same thing about uh, Derrick Jones Jr., the old slam dunk champion. So the point I'm trying to make is, is that you got to play your players enough minutes so that they can get enough exposure so that other teams could actually be interested in them so that they can give you the pieces back in return that you're looking for. Y'all didn't do that with Obi Toppin. You're only playing him 15 minutes. He's a slasher. He's athletic. He was a slam dunk champion. But then you put him in the corner to shoot threes. I don't understand that. He's athletic. Why would you do that? So, like, the narrative from a lot of the fans, like, oh, we should have got more from Obi Toppin. How could you get more when you're not even showcasing his best ability? You're putting him in the corner and, ex- and expecting him to shoot threes when he was a slam dunk champion. Derrick Jones Jr. with the Miami Heat, we didn't do that. We made him a slasher. We made him um, showcase his slashing ability. We traded him to Chicago. He went to Thibs. Ironically, Thibs killed him, and then they shipped him off to Portland. You never heard of him again. So... The thing about front offices is, and the main reason why I feel like a lot of the the front eight, uh, the free agents don't want to come to New York is, is because the front office is poorly ran. They don't invest in their players. They don't put time into their players. They don't understand what their players actually can do. You have athletic slashing players, but then you want to spread them out. I'm 35 years old, so I've been watching the Knicks for a long time. In my personal opinion, me being a Heat fan, the Knicks, when they good, the league is good. I mean, I was on the other side of that shit when Allen Houston was making shots and we was missing, um, you know, the last second shot with Clarence Weatherspoon in 2000 when Patrick Ewan hit the spin around on Allen on, um, on, on morning and morning missed on that. He bit on that. So I go history back with the Knicks. The Knicks, when they're good, the league is good. But the front office with the Knicks is terrible. And you could see it from a financial standpoint also, too, despite the fact that the Knicks have been terrible from a competitive standpoint profitability standpoint they've always been number one so why would the front office even care to be competitive when all they care about is the bottom line which is the dollar if they're always the number one um, profitable team in the nba they don't have to care about being competitive they can put out whatever product it is because they already know that the fans is going to eat it up so i actually support what you were saying about you know you got to stop jacking that whole sentiment from what is coming over from the company and the corporation because they're feeding y'all bullshit. I mean, just look at the Heat, for example. The reason why we get great players is because we develop the players that we draft, we make them good, and we ship them off. I'll give you another perfect example. We traded Josh Richardson away to Philadelphia for Jimmy Butler. We just got Josh Richardson back on the vet minimum. We paying him nothing. We don't have no money just like y'all. We have no money in free agency. But but Spo put the call in with Josh Richardson and say, hey, come back to Miami. You know the system. We drafted you. Come back and take the vet minimum, minimum and we're going to build a team here. He had offers from other teams for more money. He came back. That's how you build the team. But the front office don't want to do that. So I ain't one of the Miami Heat fans that come in here and start bashing niggas and shit like that. I lived in the Bronx for six years. I got hella respect for New York, and I fuck with the Knicks. I just want to see the fans stop jacking 
the front office and thinking that Dante is is the answer. He's not the answer, bro. He's not the answer at all. 100%. He's just not the answer. So you got to look at it from a front office standpoint. You got to look at it, take your players in and develop them. You could have got more for Obi Toppin if you would have actually allowed him to play in a system that would showcase his talent more make him slash, make him go to the paint, make him do more athletic things. So when it's time to ship him off to Indiana, you could be like, yo, we need more than two uh, second-round picks. You're not going to do shit with two second-round picks. You could have got a first, but you're playing him 15 minutes a game on an average. So on the other side of the trade, you have to look at it from a trade perspective. On the other side of the trade, you're not going to give somebody an asset when you haven't even seen the full potential from them. And that is the main reason why free agents do not come to New York because of the mismanagement of assets by the management. I'm going to land the plane. I got nothing but love for y'all. Yo, that was a fire take. Hey, um, I agree with everything you said, bro. And and my bad state, just to intervene real quick. I'm going to tell you why Knicks fans are mad, though, why Obi went for two seconds. Can, y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, I yeah, you about yeah. the reason why Knicks fans are mad at Obi went for two seconds because two things at the trade deadline, the same trade could have went for Indiana for a first rounder and a body, either it was Duarte or somebody else. Knicks didn't pull the trigger. I just got all I just got all this like uh, earlier today. Then, um, before the draft, you know, I'm a firm believer where there's smoke, there's fire. There was rumors again of Obi coming here for at least either the 26th or the 29th Indiana first-round pick. And again, Chris Duarte, Knicks didn't didn't pull the trigger. So yesterday, first thing yesterday morning, Chris Duarte, Sacramento for draft compensation. Everybody in the world knows the Knicks did not draft, didn't have them participated in no off-season events as far as, you know, trying to make your team better. All these news is being leaked out by the New York media about these window shopping uh, moves that Knicks could have done. That's all we do is window shop, bro. So, you know, it's always the Knicks are engaging this or talking window shopping, never pulling the trigger. So when Duarte went to Sacramento, and excuse me, we got ladies in here. I, I apologize, but I'm going to say this. Indiana had the Knicks by the balls at that time because they knew if they were trying to get rid of Obi, guess what? There's nothing you can sell us to get a first round pick no more. Because you all the assets are gone. We're gonna give you the same the, these two bullshit second round picks for Obi. How bad do y'all not want him on the team? And that's what it was. All because all the stories have been leaked out for a half a year that we could have got a first round pick back for Obi. I understand what you're saying. Like we only playing for 15, 16 minutes a game, but it still could have got done. Hit you know why? Because Cam Reddish left for a first round pick. You know what I'm saying? We've seen a whole bunch of other guys get traded or we receive and we give up first-round picks. The Knicks don't have a basketball-minded front office, so we get fleeced in every deal. We just see Rob Lincoln with the Lakers probably had the best fucking uh, uh, free agent as an organization. I got the, I think the pace in the Lakers won yesterday at all costs, won this whole weekend. Rob is an agent, just like Leon Rose and that whole thing. But he got basketball minds be, uh, beside him. So they're making basketball moves. The Knicks aren't doing shit. And you're absolutely right. The Knicks were the old-ass franchise and a great history with this league. When they're better, 
the NBA, the whole league is better. I totally, I get that 100%. But with the fan base, man, we're so fucking upset because we are sick of fucking mediocrity, me, mediocre shit. That's all we do. We said we, we, we're sick of mediocre shit. Last night, I was in the space, man. I, Brutus heard me earlier. I wasn't talking about that. Not not you, Brutus. You're not your 57-year-old self. But another, but another guy, a 57-year-old man, was happy, content that we made it to the second round. He said, well, we made it to the playoffs two out of the last three years. You as a Miami Heat fan, your standards are high because you smelt the Larry O'Brien trophy. You guys have been two wins away from it for the last two out of the last three years. Out of the out of having a parade in Miami, you know what I'm saying. But some Nick fans, like my man Stable, call him company men, are happy that we just made it to the second round. I heard the anger in Brutus's voice earlier when I when I came back on the space, bro. I've never heard Brutus that irate because this shit it gets old, man. Some of us got more yesterdays than we got more tomorrows. You know what I'm saying? This shit gets old. So when you keep telling us, trying to sell us on the patience and all that. No, it's not about the patience. It's about doing shit the right way. State young buck, man, he's 30-something. I hear 20-something-year-olds. Jack is 15. He knows how to build the teams the right way. He's seeing other people do it. But if we just follow a little bit of how you're supposed to do it, man, we will be a successful franchise. I swear, this is the curse of Patrick Ewing, man. I'm going to stick to that. This is the curse of Ewing because Dolan shitted on that man, and he made us a perennial powerhouse for 14 straight years so almighty red man that was a dope ass take man i appreciate it i'm gonna follow you on my other one because i don't know what the hell happened to this account but uh yeah that, that was that was that was dope shit man love yeah great take man um <clears throat> interesting take for me personally i love when a, a fan comes outside and the reason why I, I didn't mean to like immediately mute you like that, bro, but I just want you to know like the way the Knicks is run right now, I wish we was ran like Miami. And it's kind of sad because there is Knicks fans right now who are above 40 years old who watch the 90s Knicks, who watch. Patrick Ewing try to finger roll who watched John Starks shoot two for 18. Those are the Knicks fans that I am fighting for right now. I don't want to go through another decade of memories. And I watched when LeBron chose Miami in 2011. And it kind of broke my heart, really, because... I thought he was going to come here. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to have Braun and Melo. And it didn't happen. Um, yeah, I stole Pat Riley from the Knicks in, I believe, 1997. And the reason why I took Pat Riley is because Pat Riley wanted, I believe, a 10% stake in the Knicks organization. And we didn't want to give it to him. So he left. And ever since Pat Riley left, the Knicks has been in shambles. And we traded Ewing um, in 01. And RIP to all those people in 9-11. I remember that day vividly, actually. It's so crazy. I was in PS 96. No, I think I was in PS 20. No, I was in PS 206. My bad. PS 206 is on 
119th Street and 3rd Avenue. I think, yeah, 119th and 3rd. I was in PS406, and my dad had to come pick me up. And I remember walking with my pops on 115th and 5th. And I looked at him, and I'm like, yo, dad, why does this smell like smoke? And he's like, yo, somebody just hit the towels or whatever. Yo, my pops literally made me watch the news for three days straight. He didn't let me watch no cartoons, bro. I swear to God, I watched that 9-11 straight news for three days straight. And the Knicks traded you in that same year. And after the Knicks traded you in, the Knicks got Antonio McDice. And I think in that viewing trade, I think they gave out a horrendous contract to one of the Dudley guys. No, not Dudley. Um, God damn it, I can't remember his name. It's white guy. But they gave him a crazy-ass contract. But then you go and trade for Antonio McDice. Then you go and try to bring in Zach Randolph. You get Jamal, um, Jamal Crawford. You get Stephon Marbury. You know, they did this whole Stephon Marbury thing, and Larry Brown was on his bullshit. And you bring in Donnie Walsh. You know, Donnie Walsh, he trying things. James Dolan, he comes downstairs, toss his cojones around. You know what happens with that. We get mellow. It's like a never-ending comic book when it comes to the Knicks. But this shit takes the cake for me. I'm 21 wins for Obi Toppin to trade him for a salary cap dump. Yo, Dip, what's good, bro? Yup. Yo, hey, brother. What's good, bro? Shout out to all you guys, everybody in the space. Yo, shout out to Obi Toppin. There's a new narrative out now that I got to debunk. Debunk. Not a new narrative. Obi was bad. That's a new narrative. Obi was bad. Now, okay. His first two years in the league, I was not a big fan of Obi Toppin. I had like a lot of criticisms with his jump shot. Mainly that mainly the jump shot. And mainly how he scored and turned the ball over. This year, his per thirty six stats, if he played thirty six minutes with seventeen points a game, six rebounds. Alright, when he started Almost every game, if he played 30, 30 minutes, he actually scored 20 points a game throughout his whole career. And the most important one is his last start, which was in the second round of the playoffs, he scored 18 points on, what, 14 shots? I'm sorry. Players that suck don't score 18 points on 14 shots in the playoffs. You could say he wasn't as good as Randall, but now people are taking it that he, he sucked. He didn't suck. Indiana is excited to have him. Tyrese Halliburton compared him to Tyreek Hill. So the only people who think he sucks is one part of his fan base. What part of the fan base thinks he sucks? Anybody want to guess? The company. <laughs> the company men and Random Abbey. Oh, now I'm doing the narrative that he said he did not suck. We did not play him. He did not get an opportunity. We got an opportunity almost every time. He played well. What you know? What I got pushed back? Small sample size. Who fault is that? <laughs> Who fault is that? Obi Toppin playing minutes is a small sample size. I can't help the sample size. I'm just I'm here to present the information that when he played, he was good. I don't think he's necessarily a great player. I don't know if he's a solid starter. I know one thing: he was a very good backup because he came in in the second round of the playoff with the power four and missed the game. He got 18 points on 14 shots. That's a very good backup. So, 
We traded a very good backup for two second-round picks on a win-now team. The calculus doesn't make total sense with that. So we're going to see what what the following moves are. But I just got to debunk the narrative that Obi sucked. He did not suck. He may not have lived up to the eighth pick, and maybe he'll never live up to the eighth pick, but he does not suck. Indiana Pacers are happy that they only traded two second-round picks to get Obi Toppin. They just stole. They, they probably having cake right now. They probably bought an Obi Toppin cake. I don't know. So... I just, if you, anybody, everybody here, speakers, listeners, if you if you hear somebody say Obi Toppin was a bad player, please don't let him get away with that. He was not a bad player. He was, at worst, a solid backup. And we're going to have to replace him with another solid backup. That's all. No, with Josh Hart. Uh. <laughs> How many positions is Josh Hart going to back up? He's the backup shooting guard. He's the backup small forward. He's the backup power forward, too, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I'm so frustrated because I'm trying to figure out what's the plan. Like I don't like hearing a Miami Heat fan talk. It makes me feel better about how I feel about the Knicks right now because the Heat always find undrafted gems. They always find gems, right? I think Deuce McBride could be a gem, right? We got gifted a gem in Mitchell Robinson. Because of Scott Perry, Steve Mills, not because of Leon Rose. Leon Rose is drafting players who's coming off the bench. He's gotten in the way of the people who drafted. I don't know. These people that drafted, they all drafted good players. They ain't missed yet. But Leon Rose won't let them draft. (laughs) They ain't missed yet. Two years in a row, we don't get a first-round pick. They drafted the old boy, Quentin and Lakina. I love him. And they drafted quickly. I love quickly. They drafted Obi Toppin. He developed in his third year. Let them draft. <laughs> anything. Just give them anything. You know, like, that's been the best part. They won't even let them do it. it. It makes no sense. I think the biggest travesty is not drafting the last two years in the first round. Those type of moves don't hurt you at first. Those moves always hurt you years down the line. The only way it can't hurt you is if you're ran like an organization, like the Miami Heat, where you could get undrafted players and develop those guys into great players, right? You could get an undrafted guy like Max Strews. I, I ain't going to lie to you, Almighty Red. That boy Max Strews killed me quickly this summer, man. I mean, yeah, man. He killed my boy quickly, man. He was killing my team. But, you know, it happened. It's all love. You know? It's all love, man. I appreciate it. I I don't think my team was prepared coaching-wise. I felt like Eric Spoelstra coached circles around Tibbs. Like, what did you see? Matter of fact, let, let me ask. Yeah, now you're a Heat fan. You could give me another perspective. Yeah. What did the Heat do to the Knicks? I'm going yeah, to give you some wild perspective. I'm going to give you deep perspective. When we got LeBron in 2011, right, we was the big three. So, you know, we we was great. We had all these players, all that shit. But remember, in 2014, the San Antonio Spurs, they were ran like an actual real team. Ball movement, passing, open threes. That's why they beat us in the finals. 
So we had to, in a way, we lost LeBron, but that was the best thing that ever happened to us because we had to really construct our team into the new way of how basketball was running. More passing, more fluid, more motion. I've listened to you before, and you was like, yeah, I'm seeing the heat, and the reason why they be beating us is because the ball be moving. Back in the day in the 90s, if you were old enough and you remember watching the heat in the 90s, we never moved the ball like that before. We were a traditional half-court setting, pick-and-roll team. That's why we had Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway. We typically, that's how Pat Riley picks his people, big and a, and a point guard to run pick-and-roll. That's how he do his shit. But after the Spurs situation, we had to change our team, and we had to formulate the team more to shoot in. The thing about the Knicks that I just see that it just don't make no sense to me is that they just don't want to allow their players to play and develop so that they could become great pieces to be able to trade for that superstar that you want. You, you, you can't get the superstar if you have the draft picks and then you draft them and then, okay, yeah, we play them a little bit. All right, let's ship them out. You, you, you don't even develop them. Like, look at the Heat, for example. We, we drafted somebody like Justice Winslow. We got a, dra- we got a great value back for Justice Winslow. You, I don't even hear about that man anymore. He went to Memphis. You don't even hear about him anymore. I'll give you another example. Tyler Johnson. He was Tyler Hero before Tyler Hero was Tyler Hero. You feel what I'm saying? He, he had a good couple seasons in the Heat. We shipped him off to Phoenix. You never heard of him again. I, I could give you another one. Hassan Whiteside. Uh, there's many players that we had that nobody knew yeah. who they were. We developed them. We flipped them. And then we got pieces back that allowed us to get Jimmy Butler and LeBron and all these other people. That's, that's, that's what y'all missing, in my opinion. It's, wow. Having wow. That, that, yo, he, yo, Ben, Ben, wow. man. Yo, he uh, broke this down, yo, man. Yo, hey, he broke it down, man. Account, bro, you're getting a follow from me. I ain't going to follow you on this account. That, I know exactly what you meant. My bad, Shane, I mean to cut you off. I know exactly what you meant, bro, and you are absolutely right. Because looking back at 2014, that was my, the second time, the back-to-back when y'all played the Spurs, and that was a passing clinic they did in that finals. I remember that to the T. And and but they embarrassed us. They credit, completely embarrassed us that that on that shit. But, they embarrassed us. But to y'all credit, who was y'all video guy? And that was a coach. Spolster. Spolster. He, mm-hmm. he adapted that shit during the fucking finals, bro. Got the team he needed to create that same. Oh, a hey, great fucking point, Almighty Red. Great shit, bro. Yeah, that was a great ass take. I ain't going to lie. Yo, Joe, what's good, King? My fault, bro. I seen you. You left out. Came back in, left out, came back in, pause, by the way. But I didn't mean to um, take so long to get you. But, Joe, what's up, man? You a, you a Jets fan? That's Sauce? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sauce, <laughs> man. Hey, hey real quick, me. real quick, Russ, back wait, to the clip. Talk to me. What's up, man? What's on your mind, man? Man, did you you can wait, hear wait, me? Stay? Before we even talk about the next, hey, could you hear me? I'll be. He can hear you. Stay. Is talking. Stay. You can't hear him. No, I, I can't hear him. All right, I'm gonna go down and come back. Something about the co-host, bro. I don't know what's going on. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. All right, all right, all right. Nah, but I mean, I, I wanted no, Joe. I wanted to ask you real quick before we even get talk about the Knicks. I ask you this question. Just for shits and giggles. Who's better, Sauce Garden or Darrell Reeves? Darrell Reeves. Oh, Darrell all the way. Okay. Okay. I I had to do the. As a rookie? (laughs) You're trying to see if he's a a true Jets fan. Sauce had a better better rookie season. 
Okay. I had to do a screen. I feel t- like Sauce has more. Up- I don't know. I'm not- it's crazy to say this, but I feel like mm-hmm. Sauce has a lot more upside. Ooh. He could be better. Ooh. Look at him. He- he's 6'3", lanky. You know, he's skinny and shit, but, like, he's 6'3". What was Darrell? He was, like, what, like 5'10 or some shit? Nah, Darrell was, like, six foot. But he was, nah, he was big. I feel like Sauce. He was big. Sauce is, he's got, he's got a shit ton of upside, but now that all the pieces are on deck, you know, that's how the Jets are doing that shit right. I'm looking at my Knicks. We got this fucking, <laughs> this fucked up coach, you know. Coach has no brain cells. He just sent Obi for two second round picks. And I'm sitting here thinking, why, you know. We were treading in the right direction. We're going somewhere. We haven't done shit in like 10 years. And now, you know, we're going back to like how we kind of were. I thought we would fucking keep Obi, but it's not a good idea, you know, trading his ass away. I didn't like that. Who are we getting back now? We're not getting we're – getting, we're getting nobody back. We're getting Dante. Who's our backup for? Jericho Sims. We're going to trade him too? Like, come on. We have no plan now. I don't know what's going on. We're going in the right direction and shit. It seemed like it. We got to the second round. Are we going to get there this season? Like, what the fuck? I don't know what's going on. You know? It's not looking good. We, we, we're so focused on this, like, this damn coach. Like, this coach is not even good. He's not good. He has no brain cells. He does not know how to fucking develop people. It's not good. I wish we had uh, that Mike Woodson guy back. Or just some, like, just some good coach. It's like the, like the, the front office, they care more about the coach than anything. They care about the coach. Oh, Joe. Shout out to you, Joe. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, lost to lost in the Matrix. Hey, yeah, lost in the Matrix. I agree though, man. This shit it, it it's difficult, man. It's tough. Um real quick. Your state what I said before, um uh Westbrook back to the Clippers. Okay. Two okay. years, eight million. What the fuck? <laughs> so so that means that Paul George is officially off the table. We will not be talking about Paul George no more. Leon Rose is a fraud. He's stealing New York payers' tax money. Um, James Dolan needs to come downstairs. This is what I have a problem with, Brutus. And then I need I need your full take on how you feel. Brutus, I never heard you that pissed off today. But, my God, I'm super happy I, didn't, I wasn't on the spaces this morning. Super happy I wasn't on those spaces. Because I was... Sheesh. But um, these random fucking Abbeys. Viral Mark. This is what he says to my tweet. I don't like Tibbs either. But the fact of the matter is, the Knicks' last two winning seasons in the last 10 years has come from him. This is the problem with the fan base, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, 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 the problem with the fan base. Like, what? How can I fight against million millions of iRobots who think like this? How can I fight against that, Brutus? The first, the, the first year we made the the first year we made the playoffs, it was because Derrick Rose was brought in here. Because if you remember, before Derrick Rose was brought in here, we were a floundering team around five hundred or below, and then we got Derrick Rose. And that's what allowed us. Again, Thibodeau rides the back of 
a, a great player or what have you. And even though Rose may have not been considered that no more for Tibbs and for what Tibbs wants to do, that's what he was. And he came and hit what he done in his momentum helped propel us to the playoffs that year, that fourth seed. Yeah, Julius we had a great year, but he was he was having a great year and we were still losing until Derrick Rose uh, wind up on this team um, because we had our starting point guard was Alfred freaking Peyton. <clears throat> that team was not going to the playoffs if we did not have Derrick Rose as his backup because the man couldn't play. He couldn't. We didn't finish games. He was your starting point guard who never finished games. What team does that? <laughs> what team does that? <laughs> I can see a lot of other positions, but not just starting point guard. That's supposed to be your floor general, your coach on the floor. And down the stretch of a game, you're putting in his backup. <laughs> Nobody guarded. Oh, my God. Nobody guarded Alfred Payne. It was so funny. Yeah, you're like, hey, you want to drive? Go ahead, drive. Hey, drive to the basket. Go ahead. You want to shoot? Go ahead and shoot. Go ahead and shoot. Like, nobody even guarded him. It was pathetic. Nobody's not a league now. And he and he would have a couple of game, a couple of a decent games, right? And then he would come up again when teams really decided to defend him, and he would get goose eggs, man. He'll, those same drives that he was making, he would miss every single one. Shout out to him. He I was a consistent a player. Pole. Like he really like played hard, consistent. He played with force, but no, he was a bum. Yes, he was consistently <laughs> bad. <laughs> Yo, I think if you took a poll from the most hated Nick the last 10 years, I think Peyton is probably one and Julius is two or vice versa. Oh, he, was, he, he was trying to make Alec Burks it. He, he tried, uh, Tom oh, Thibodeau tried his God. best <clears throat> to make us hate Alec Burks, who's a nice guy and a good player. He tried his best to make us hate him. That was a fireball fans. <laughs> I stand by that. He should have got fired for, for that, Alec Burks when he was out in the playoff race playing him. But he was he was leading the league in minutes for a couple of weeks when we had all the people on yes. the bench. We had with Grimes was on the bench, Cam Reddish yes. was on the bench for a little bit at that time, and who else was on the bench? Oh, quickly, duh. Which was which was really because we already seen quickly flash. So why would not give him opportunity? Uh, I don't want to break up our bench. Uh, uh, you know they got continuity. You know Rose and uh, and then quickly uh, and these guys they play well together. You know, so I don't want to break that up. Like at the end of the year, Julius should have been sitting for even if you think Julius Randle is the best player in the world, you need to sit him down for we out to play our race. Or if you think Obi Toppin's good, you need. To, there was no reason for Julius Randle to be playing. That last month of the season, when you had Obi, that was the time to showcase Obi for a whole month. And Julius Randle still out here, 30, 37 minutes a game still, even though we out the – I mean, we were in the quote-unquote playoff race, but we was out the playoff race. But we still – that was a fireball offense. He should have he got fired right there and then. But it gave him the second chance, and we're going to see how it goes this year. I don't think it's going to go the way we think it's going to go, but you'll see. That just goes to show you, man. I'm going I'm to keep saying it, bro. Like, this is a young man's game now. Not like it was back in the 90s when you had an old head coach coaching old, like, late 20, 30-year-old guys that was in their prime. This is a young man's game right now, bro. So you have to you have to find a connection to relate with these young players. You know what I'm saying? Tibbs is now with all these firings in the league. 
Tibbs is the second longest tenure coach in the Eastern Conference behind Spo. Oh my gosh! You know, oh so you guys gotta God. think about some shit. You, know, you didn't think about that, right? Because remember, oh. Budenholzer got fired, Doc got fired, oh. uh, Nurse got fired. So right now, Tibbs is the second longest tenure coach in the Eastern Conference. But with that being said, he's also a dinosaur because he's he's a Doc Rivers guy. Remember, he was on Doc Rivers' uh, staff when Doc Rivers won in 08. You know what I'm saying? Tibbs is a yeah, he was also a Van Gundy guy. He was under Van yes. Gundy. Tibbs is a 65-year-old coach who's never been married, has no kids. That means something when you're trying to be a leader of men. You know what I'm saying? Because as me in the military, bro, I had I had a bunch of soldiers under my wing. But one thing I knew as a leader, or two things you always took to heart with me, I'll never tell somebody to do that I've never done, and I'll never treat all my guys the same. You know what I'm saying? And you got to hold them accountable. And that's the biggest one. You got to hold them accountable. No matter who's your best soldier, who's your worst soldier. If you got multiple kids, yeah, you're not supposed to, but you always got a favorite. You always know you you, you got that one that you, you'll treat tougher because you'll beat their ass. You know what I'm saying? Tibbs don't hold nobody accountable, bro. And if that's the case, Julius Randle wouldn't act the way he's acting because you can't pretend you want to be a number one because it makes you do what the fuck you want to do. But when it's time to go to work, you're not going to do all the things that you demand your other people to, are doing. You're not going to get no respect from that. But not only they're going to look at not look at Tibbs. I mean, not only going to not look at Randall. They're going to look at the coach. Like, damn, coach, what are you going to do? So if we ain't got no support from our hire. Are you letting this dude? We're going to do what the fuck we want to do. That's why Ovi felt free to fucking go the way he went at Tibbs. I swear to God, I'm dead ass serious because Bones Highland didn't do that shit to Mike Malone. You know what I'm saying? Mike Malone has the respect of his fucking team. But he's also a basketball guy. He's also a married man. And y'all think y'all think that shit don't matter. It matters, man. That shit matters because you got somebody to go home to. You got goals. You got somebody to work for. You got, you got a reason to work. You got a reason to do what the fuck you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But Tibbs, he doesn't have that shit. Tibbs don't have no fucking leadership style. It's just a whole bunch of fucking yelling. It's like a drill sergeant. You can yell the motherfucker as long as you fucking want. If you don't comprehend, all that yelling is gonna become numb to him. And that's that shit. That's what that's the shit with the Knicks are doing, bro. They're numb to that style. He can't connect to these young guys no more. Nobody know who the fuck Tom Thibodeau is before he got to the fucking Knicks. You know what I'm saying? But people know who James Jones is over there in Phoenix as general manager because they saw him on Miami. These kids can relate to that shit. They know who Mike Dunleavy is, the general manager and fucking Golden State because they saw him play. They saw him play at Duke and they saw him play in the league. They can relate to that shit. They can relate to Brad Stevens coaching national championship game at Butler University and fucking uh, bringing up Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as the head coach. Now he's running shit in the front office in Boston. They can relate to shit like that. Nobody knows who the fuck World Wide West is no more. That shit was on a Jay-Z hook 15 years ago you know, on Pound Cake. Nobody knows that motherfucker no more. Nobody knows Leon Rose no more. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows these Tom Thibodeau. Nobody knows these motherfuckers, bro. Y'all want Johnny Bryan to take Tibbs' spot, but honestly, Johnny Bryan ain't got no fucking... He's there for fucking psychological report. He's there to tell a motherfucker, it's gonna be okay. Calm down. Stop crying. We don't know if this motherfucker got basketball knowledge or not, to be real. We don't know none of our assistant coaches. But I can tell you three fucking people on fucking Boston's coaching staff. I can give you three motherfucking names on Miami's coaching staff. I can give you two motherfucking names on, on Denver's coaching staff. I can damn near name the whole coaching staff on the Lakers. You know why? Because they have basketball minds on them. I don't know. I know I know the Asian guy on the Knicks. 
I know Johnny Bryant just because everybody sees him doing the same shit Brian Shaw did for Lance Stevenson down here. Control his emotions. That's it. We got no X's and O's guys to develop all our kids. We we draft well when we do draft. <laughs> when we do draft, we draft well. But we don't develop these motherfuckers. So I'm not a hater, bro. I love that Obi's here. To, I'm going to go watch Obi. I'm going to go to more Pacer games just to fucking see Obi. I ain't going to fucking lie. I want him to get his bread because he the fucking deserves it. He wasn't a player of the year in fucking college for nothing. Jalen Brunson was a player of the year in college too. You know what I'm saying? But he got a better opportunity than fucking than uh than than Obi did under Tibbs, and that's the bullshit I'm talking about. We draft very well, bro, but our fucking success rate for the rookies that we get is less than twenty percent. That shit is ass. I have a question for you. I do have to question though the uh, Trevor Keels uh, drafting. I have to. Tr- I really do have to question that one. But he'll wind up being another failed. Draft pick. Yeah, because you know what they're putting in. I, I, I'm gonna get to you uh, on my red. I know you got a question, but Brutus, and this is what I hated. Right after the Knicks didn't draft, the next morning after we saw the reports of the Knicks getting Jake, Jacob Toppin and Jalen Martin, they put a bullshit post out talking about the Knicks are very excited from the development of Trevor Kills during the summer. Motherfucker, it's the first day of summer. <laughs> when they put that shit out, it was the first fucking day of summer. Don't sell me on no bullshit. See, this is what the Knicks do, bro, and Almighty Red. This is what the Knicks do. They're, they're, they're quick to and, sell. And he's not even on the team yet right now. He's Come on, bro. They're, they're, they dumped, selling, they're they dumped him off on the two-way. Shit. Right. They're quick to sell us on shit that they fail on. You know what I'm saying? Hence the Obi Toppin shit. They knew they didn't do shit during draft day, so what did they do when everybody was asleep? They called Jacob Toppin. They put that fucking bullshit out about fucking uh, Trevor Kills. Man, stop. All right, so now we're going to, now after this weekend, guess what we're going to do? Where everybody's going to fly to Vegas and see who's the best standout of fucking Summer League and then try to add him onto the fucking roster, bro. It's a fucking joke. We don't, we went to a draft without the general fucking manager. I want to to shoot you and Dip and and Brutus and Joe, whichever one of y'all want to answer the question. I guess, Billy, you ready to go. But I wanted to shoot this question to you. Um, before I shoot this question, this account at the top, shout out to the Knicks Pod, Pod Knicks. We've been going at it, me and this account. My God, he supports me as well, right? We've been going at each other for months. I swear to God, we've cursed each other out. We didn't call each other stupid. We didn't call each other names. On my mom's grave. I never thought I'd see the day I see him say, Tibbs got to go. I can't remember a coach killing the value of every lottery pick. What more can I say? I need Anthony MSG to speak on the OB trade. You notice how he hasn't tweeted yet, right? <laughs> but, Billy, um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question. If Emmanuel quickly would have started his first two seasons, do you think the Knicks, is the, do you think the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson? No. And let that's, them, why, that's why they suppressed that young man. And I and I will go down believing that. IQ was uh, suppressed so that they could sign Jalen Brunson. Because he would have shown us enough as a starter to have us believe that he could be a guy and um the, they didn't want that. I think I mentioned this before. Maxie, Tyrese Maxie and Emmanuel quickly both went to uh, Kentucky. 
came out the same year, same draft class and everything. Maxie was the hype. Uh, quickly got all the accolades. You know what I'm saying? SEC player of the year and all that shit. Come into the league, who's the better player? Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. So I don't want to hear the, the, the sixth man of the year nominations and all that shit because, honestly, quickly did most of that shit when he started. He didn't do a lot of that shit coming off the bench. He got his shine on when he started. But all that to say, say that to say this, he sees what his college classmate is doing up there in Philly. He's getting a lot more opportunities to get his to showcase his fucking talents in Philly. Quickly wants that shit, too. That shit is not going to happen for the Knicks as well. That's why I think Quickly's the next one to go. He's going to be the next. It's not because of development, but just because of the fact that he gets a lot of fucking playing time. It ain't because of that. It's just because he wants to fucking start, bro. And the Knicks ain't going to pay him a hundred and uh, not going to give him a million dollars, a hundred million dollars to come off the bench. I guarantee to you this front office, they're not going to yeah. do that shit. If they give him that money, he's the starter. That's that's all I'm saying. If if I right, if they right. get you, if you see him sign an extension, he's the starter. So you're telling me Emmanuel quickly is going to get Jalen Brunson money to do what Jalen Brunson does? No, sir. Not for the New York Knicks. Yeah, I mean, he don't even get to go crazy off the bench. Because I know he look at Tyrese Maxey some games. Like, if we played the game. We played Philly the other day. Tyrese Maxey, I think he shot 26 shots. Quickly must be drooling to shoot 26 shots in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, Philly is going to build around Maxey, bro. Philly is going to build around – Maxey is a future. Embiid and, and, and Nick fans, I'm, hey, man, stop this Embiid shit to, to the Knicks too, man. Stop this shit. Stop this shit, bro. Stop this shit. I don't I, I, I motherfucker wanted to fight me last night on fucking Nick's Twitter for saying they thought fucking, oh, we can get Embiid and OG and Anobi. How much money you think we got, motherfucker? You gotta stop watching sports in them, bro. You, you, you gotta just stop watching sports and quit watching just watching MSG. You gotta watch the game. The whole league. But ain't no fucking way these motherfuckers gonna trade within a division to make ain't us no better. They're gonna finesse us, bro. They're gonna finesse us. Every every everybody in the league. Sorry, my bad. I was trying to add Daniel. Somebody requested it. I apologize. No, you good. We got finesse today, but that's because the Indiana had Great us finesse, bro. They had us by the balls when we didn't do nothing during the trade deadline or the draft. It was only one destination. Obi was coming, and that was here for the last nine months, bro. He was coming here, and these motherfuckers got. Uh, the Jason Tatum bag of, of ruffles and the uh, Asia Wilson bag of ruffles for fucking Obi Toppin, bro. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what? When that news not, broke? Not the I, LeBron I, James one? <laughs> no, no. They didn't, get, they didn't get the LeBron James one, bro. They didn't get that one. That's too good. They, they left it first. like Charles Barkley. <laughs> that's, a, that's a first round pick. That's a, his, his chips go in the first round, bro. I, I When I got the text message last night, I came back on the fucking space and I said, y'all about to be mad as fuck. Everybody was like, what, what, what? I said, it's for two second rounders and I'm going to leave it at that. I, I, I'm not even, I told you so type guy. I was hoping it wasn't true, but God damn it. It, 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 was, true, it was true. You gave somebody gave out some years too. And I, I'm a, I'm a bet those years are right. I heard somebody last night say 28 and 25. And when did yeah, that was me. I, told I bet you, those I, years are right yeah, too. Because they, ain't, you notice they ain't say the yeah. years. 
That's how I know it's that. <laughs> I know it, yeah. it ain't next year. It was next year. They would have said 2024 20, second round pick. <laughs> Dip, I didn't want to repeat it, bro. I said it one time, bro. It's recorded. Y'all can go back and listen. I said it one time. I did not want to repeat that shit. I was sad as shit. I like, man. Because like I said, my man's, you know, good source, bro, up here. You know, well connected. Indy's a nice city. It's pretty small. You know what I'm saying? Once you know everybody. But it's cool. But he's well connected with this. I was like, hey, bro. Yeah, Obi's a pacer. I said, yo, man, yo, real quick, Billy. I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt y'all. I demand Legion to go on the timeline and denounce Tom Thibodeau. I demand you to go on the timeline and say fire the coach, bro. I'm sick of you going on the timeline and you trying to pander to both sides and you my mans. So I'm gonna address you while you in here because I don't want you to think I'm sneak deep sneak this in. Go my nah, man. Stop with the bullshit tweets trying to pan to the both sides, Legion. Pick a side, stay on it. You know Leon Rose is a fuckboy. You've been telling me that for years. I need you to go on your profile and say fire Tom Thibodeau, man, because he's destroying your team. Thibodeau is the reason why you don't have Donovan Mitchell, because he made Quentin Grimes untouchable. I don't want to trade R.J. Barrett with all due respect, but you would have had a star in the building if it wasn't for Tibbs, because he made Don. Quentin Nilakina untouchable. Tibbs is the reason why Obi is traded because Tibbs played Obi 15 minutes per, and you got dickhead Nick fans who come on the app and say, Well, Obi's not developing. How is he supposed to develop playing only 15 minutes per game? And Tibbs is the reason why RJ was almost traded. So I've been felt some type of way about this coach. I feel some type of way about Leon Rose. And I told y'all yesterday about the kids. Good afternoon, miss. I told y'all yesterday about the kids. And when it comes to their mental psyche, I told you, yo, what's up, brother? I was more concerned. Fuck the trades and everything. The human aspect. I was more concerned about the kids' psyche and their mental fortitude and their mental strength coming back to the Knicks next summer and they had no backing behind management. They was putting trades all summer. All summer long. This is embarrassing. All summer long they're putting trades. Do you think Obi was going to come back to the Knicks and, and hustle hard and play hard for him? I begged him last spaces to not play hard for Tim. I'm glad he's off the team. But you had me subject myself to a 21-win season. And I was doing podcasts, making excuses for the Knicks and this fucking pathetic franchise who hasn't won a championship in 51 years. I subjected myself to a 21 season. And Knicks fans was on the timeline battling with me and Ari talking about Alfred Payton earned his minutes over fucking Frank Nilekina. When you could have won 16 games instead of 21 and tried to get Anthony Edwards. Somebody, somebody a Nick fan to conjure up a stupid-ass trade for on the timeline for. This is what you're subjected to. So I won 21 games to draft Julius Randle's backup. For us to go to the almighty fourth seed COVID season, for, for Leon Rose to draft another backup, who just averaged five points in the playoffs, got outplayed by undrafted players, 
For Obi to bring us back in one of those games, you only scored 12 points in game five in the first quarter. Shout out to Papa Left. Nick fans can't tell Papa Left how many turnovers Josh Hart had in the first half of game five. You know why? Because they don't fucking watch the games. He had more than three. And he had three fouls. Three, four fouls in the first half. My God. And then we come here years later after the almighty fourth seed season. And I told you that I was one of the most egregious seasons of all time for the New York Knicks. Probably one of the worst seasons I ever watched because it was su such a fake basketball season when you could have just tanked your way out. You could have just continually build, had extra draft picks. So even if you wanted to trade RJ or trade somebody else, you still could have had more lottery picks to supplant those guys. So you ain't got to worry about paying nobody. So now you're ahead of the curve when it comes to the CBA. But this team is not. That's why I have an attitude with people who do not say fire Tom Thibodeau. I wonder why Anthony MSG has not tweeted yet. I wonder why. You know why. I wonder why. Truth hurts. That shit hurts. Truth hurts, bro. Remember, Tibbs has won more than 400 regular season games. His playoff record is 31 and 41. That's a 40% winning percentage in the playoffs. I think he's the only coach in NBA history that has, that has done that. He is pathetic. I don't like this coach, man. Yo, I want to give I want to give some uh my bad yeah. state to cut you yeah, off. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right. I wanted to get I wanted to give some uh perspective on, on I called him out. For, um I wanted to give some perspective on Thibs if uh some of the fans don't, you know, they're too young to to pay attention. If you take a look at Thibs teams that he's coached in his career, majority of his teams they all shoot at the bottom percentile in the three-point shooting like category. All his teams. All his teams his Chicago years, all of that stuff. But the only reason why that was covered up and you never really saw too much of that, the deficiencies and the lack of shooting was because he had Derrick Rose and the league wasn't really into that finesse style of play. It was still a half court setting of play in the league. Now the league is three point shooting and he is still one of the worst coaches when it comes to scheming for three point shooting, finding players for three point shooting, putting his players in the correct position for three point shooting. Just take a look at his stats. All, his, all of his teams that he has coached never shot the three ball well. You need to shoot the three ball well in the league now. And he's not the coach for that. You need to move off of Thibs as soon as possible. He's terrible. Oh, brother, we, uh, we were dead last in, in the playoffs in three-point shooting. Uh, we was next to last in field goal percentage. And we was dead last in offensive rating in the playoffs. I, 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 I'm just a caveat, just a caveat. It, it's wild to me. I mean, we think about it also, too. Fibs had Jimmy Butler in Chicago. He ran Jimmy Butler out. We sent him Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick Jones Jr. won the slam dunk contest. He was a good player. He went to Chicago. Fibs killed him off, too. Fibs does that to these players, man. Fibs kills out a lot of players. He's not a good coach. I've seen State talk about it before, like weeks ago, too, like on a, on a poll or something like that. A lot of players wouldn't want to play for Fibs. And it goes to even your point, too, Billy, about the fact that he's not married. That The reason why I agree with your point is because in marriage, you got to understand to consolidate 
to be, you know, effective leader and to be able to move the relationship in the correct direction. He is not married, so he doesn't consolidate. It's his way or the highway. He still plays 1990s basketball, half-court basketball. The league is far away from half-court basketball. You're far away from that, bro. You got to learn how to make adjustments, too. You got to make adjustments. You got to evolve. You have to evolve with the times. You can't be stuck in the 90s in this 2023 basketball. He's still coaching the league as if players are still wearing long basketball shorts past their kneecaps. They're not wearing them no more. So it's a different league. You got to adapt to that. And he one, ain't more doing step, that. one more step before you get the lesion. When Tibbs in a playoff series in his career, when he's down two to one, he's 0 and 7. <laughs> in his whole career, bro, when he's down two games to one in a playoff series in his career, he's 0 and 7. You can't make adjustments, bro. That's all I got, man. I'm not bit on a bitch no more this weekend. Yeah. Hey, I bit so much this weekend. I done went to the dark side. Uh, my Twitter, my other Twitter account's fucked up. I don't know what's going on. Ever since I put a Dark Vader profile on, that motherfucker's been flickering. Audio's been out. Elon Musk must know my shit. I, hey, it's been fucked up. So I'm just going to remain calm. I'm not going to get no more arguments. And I'm just going to give you all the facts. Go ahead, Brother State. Oh, man. Legion. The floor is yours, Yo, what's good, man? First and foremost, huge everybody. Hope everybody's having a good Saturday. Uh, God bless. Um, fuck you, State, because I don't play. I don't <laughs> notice I'm playing both sides of the fence. I don't give a shit about either side. I don't give a shit about the company, man. I don't give a shit about the toxic side of Twitter or mixed fandom. I just try to find the truth. If it's in the middle, if it's on the right, if it's on the left, I flow with it. One, I've been said I'm not, I'm not a fan of Leon Rose. Never been a fan of Leon Rose because I don't like agents being my presence of basketball. I said that when he first got here. When you guys are still crying about rant, uh, Tibbs and Almighty Fourth, I was preaching, look, I do not trust Leon Rose. The only person I fuck with is Brock Aller, and I got respect for all parents. That's one. And I gave, but I gave Leon Rose credit for us getting to the playoffs, the Josh Hart trade. I give credit where credit is due. I may not like you. If you do something that's right, if you do something that's good, I got to give you credit. That's one. Two, how to, in a flying fuck are you blaming Tom Thibodeau for Obi Toppin when everybody knows that was a Leon Rose decision? Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, God, whatever. You guys are sitting up here right. and crying about, <laughs> oh, he can't get playing time. Well, no shit, Sherlock. If you got Randall still on the team, why would you draft a guy who, one, is older, two, needs – Still needs time to develop his game, which is two red flags. A guy who should be older coming into the league should at least give me two or three things, or maybe one or two things I could depend on 99 out to do that can help my team win, right? He should be a, a plug-in. This should be plug-and-play value, right? But no one wants to kill Leon Rose and the Mafia connections. Even though, no, let, me, let me take it back. You guys have pointed that out. But every time it gets to Obi Toppin, no one talks about the fact that we needed a point guard, right? Whether you like him or not, you had Halliburton. If you did your, your homework as a draft person, not saying me, I'm just saying if, if your front office is supposed to be doing your homework, Maxi was there as well, too. You needed shooting. You had Desmond Bain. Even though I, I doubt you would have chosen first. You had Devin Vassell, the guy who I liked a lot, going to the Spurs. You had, um, I don't know if you understand his name. Uh, you had several names you could have picked that would have served you, served you a lot better value than Obi Toppin. And we chose Obi Toppin given the circumstances. So people want to sit up here and kill Tibbs. Fine, yes, I agree. Tibbs has a lot of things about him where he doesn't adjust many times. Uh, 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 some offensive schemes can be 
little questionable, even though I will say this. I've seen Tom Thibodeau try certain things, and it doesn't work. I put out videos, little clips, shorts, whatever, pointing these things out, but it goes by the wayside for whatever reason. People can, you, can you put context to that? Can you name those yes. things? Okay, please? for instance, Spain pick and roll. We've been trying to do this for I don't know how many years. I will give y'all games. Go back. Mark, please go and check it out. I'm not, I'm not sure the video's still up. And who, who is the go. personnel trying to run Spain pick and roll? That it, You mean the Knicks personnel? Randall? Mm -hmm. So we tried it with Randall, Taj, 28, IQ, Mitchell Robinson. Hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on, let me, let me, but you're not, you're literally, my fault. you're I'm literally, sorry. you're literally about to prove my point, right? Here's the thing. My fault. No, you're, you're proving no, no, my you're point. Trying, you're trying to run these schemes with guys who cannot run mm -hmm. the schemes. For instance, go back to the preseason game, not this past season, uh, season, the shitty season, the Alec Burke over IQ season. Go to those preseason games, bro. Go watch the Spain pick and roll ran by Taj. IQ, and I want to say, like, uh, I forget who else it was, right? I I'll post this on, on Twitter, even though you might not be able to see it because Twitter's stupid, so they put that dumbass role, right? It ran perfectly. Come to the regular season, they tried to run it with guys like Randall, Mitch, and whether it be Burks, they would try to run it with Kemba, try to run it. It does, you have bad screeners, you have bad timing, you have guys who do not want to run it. Now, the accountability here is, hey, you take Randall out, you take these guys out, and say, hey, you're going to run this damn run this damn play correctly or you're sitting. That's one thing I get on Tom Thibodeau about. When people talk about, oh, I wish they could have run this, I wish they could have run this. Well, one, the personnel is not up to snuff, right? Two, we have a dribble, uh, uh, predominantly oh, wait, dribble that, that, drive that, offense, which a lot that, of people in the end. Hold on, Legion. Hold on, Legion. Stop that personnel, right? To run, to run these so, advanced things you want to do in terms of what? Motion offenses, five out offense, which Tom Thibodeau tries to do, but again, we don't even have a big who could shoot uh, uh, on this team. I saw, that's not we'll go. Uh, uh, that's under a hundred minute sample size, bro. That's not a big sample size. That's that's not a big. What are you, sample what are you talking size, about, bro? What, what, uh, what are you talking about? Well, he's saying you got to practice it to get it right. You know how many, bro? I can point out to you. Literally, they were running pistol. I I want to say almost every first offensive play. Two seasons ago with R.J. Barrett running pistol. Maybe even three seasons ago. They were running that when Tibbs' first year here. We've run so many things on the squad, but when you don't have guys who can hit the shot. For instance, how many pin downs? Because you run that screen where you run it. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the damn name now. But you run, it's, it's, it's a essentially a baseline screen to get the guy open and you pass it across. I've seen Obi Toppin miss those shots. I've seen plenty of guys miss those shots, right? And people say, oh, the offense is... No, we don't have guys who can hit these plays. Now, again, I'm not saying Tom Thibodeau is blameless or perfect. He is. Oh, shit. He's doing this. Yo, I'm in a gym. Legion, yo. Legion, you cooking up, bro? What, you got drugs in the background, bro? You, you, with the spools? I'm watching Don't Be a Menace, bro. He cooking up with Kane and all of them. What's up with you, bro? What the fuck, Legion? Legion, you good now, man? <laughs> Yo, Legion, you good? You can unmute yourself. That shit sound crazy. Come on, man. Oh, my bad. My bad. I so tall. My, yeah, that was, a dude dropped the bar in the gym, so he almost broke the, the mirror. So I don't know what's wrong with dude. Nah, but, um, not... you know, just to say this, look, Tibbs is not blameless. He's not faultless. I don't – he's going to be gone in two years or two seasons, whatever, whatever, right? But when you look at the personnel – 
I got a guy in Randall who's not going to set you a screen. I got a guy in Randall who's not going to do the dribble handoffs. He's not going to run to the basket. Oh, he's going to set a screen. He's going to pick and pop. But he's not going to roll to the basket. I have Mitchell Robinson who, after how many years being here, cannot set a simple screen. I have, a guy, I have guys here, and this is my son. I tell him all the time. R.J. Barrett is not consistent from outside. In the playoffs, IQ, the, uh, the off guard who's supposed to be my, my, my microwave scorer, can't hit a shot to save his life. Grimes had a shoulder injury. Can't hit a shot to save his life. So we're talking about personnel that can't so, do certain so things, and everybody's like, oh, I want to have the Warriors offense. I want to have the Kings offense. Well, no shit, mm-hmm. Sherlock. Those guys have better personnel for what they, can, what they run than we do. Or, and, and the thing about it is that, look, he would say Tom Thibodeau, he's – Tom Thibodeau introduced ice in the screen to the NBA. That was his doing. I know it's defense, but to give him some credit in terms of uh, uh, ingenuity, innovation, that's on Tom Thibodeau, right? And when people say, oh, people don't like to play with Tom Thibodeau, that's not what I'm seeing. These polls, maybe anonymous, whatever, that's fine. The only two people I know that legit, well, three now, Obi Toppin, Kyle Korver, and your man Cat. Obi Toppin, I, hopefully he can feel what Carl I wants to do, which is run the floor. They were number one in, in fast points last season. Obi Toppin's a very flawed player, right? He, let's be honest, right? He ain't getting that Desmond Bain money if he, even if he got Desmond Bain minutes. He ain't doing that shit, right? Cat is, is Cat, a, a talented motherfucker who's aloof. He's a Dwight Howard with a jump shot. That's what, and with, with less of a, a, a dominance in the paint than Dwight Howard had in his prime. And Kyle Korver's Kyle Korver, right? So I get it. Everyone wants to kill Tim Bob, but the whole notion that all oh, my kids and blah blah—that's not the case. Go look at the interviews. Go look at what they're saying online. I'm just—I'm just putting it like this. I don't try to play both sides. I don't give a shit about none of that shit. You know, I like watching for me. I like the nerdy shit, but all that right. other shit about yo, you gotta pick a side. I don't like Leon Rose. Tom Thibodeau's out of here, and I put money. And hold up, let me just say something real quick. They like—they <laughs> like to call motherfuckers out, right? I gotta say this shit. I've—I've I've <laughs> never in my life. Have ever compared Tom Thibodeau to a Hall of Fame coach? Your man, your man, state who likes to sit up here with all these variants. I see all these motherfuckers when you say, "Oh, Legion, you play both sides." Motherfuckers putting up the hundreds, the hundreds, the hundreds. Let me help you out, you little variants. This motherfucker <laughs> said Tom Thibodeau is a modern day Rick Carlisle and Larry fucking Brown. <laughs> he said Julius Randle, the guy that hates so, or he used to hate so much. What you, what you say, Randle's gonna be a Hall of Famer, right? That was you. I've never in my life. R.J. Barrett is my son to the day I die. I even said I may, I may never see him make an all-star in my life. I've never called Tom Thibodeau Larry Brown. Championship winning. 2003 Pistons, one of my favorite teams to watch. Both time, I know they're born a lot of people. Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton, Rasheed Wallace. You call that Larry, you compare him to Tibbs? So don't mm-hmm. ever in your life. Try to mm-hmm. even call me out on not playing the size when you say the most hyperbolic bullshit mm-hmm. ever. And you know why mm-hmm. you say it? Now you know I got love for mm-hmm. you, right? But you know why you I, you know why you say it? Because you got a whole army of variants that will follow and march <laughs> with you and jump off the cliff while you are hanging <laughs> off the cliff watching everybody jump, all these lemmings, and you get back up, you smoke your little cigarette and walk away like fucking Nick Fury in a Marvel movie, son. You ain't shit. And all your variants. Fuck all y'all. If y'all think that I'm playing sides, man. Thibodeau is gone. When we get Johnny Bryant and we losing 50, 60, 70, not 70, 50 games a season and shit is breaking down, y'all be the same one talking about, yo, man, yo, I wish Tibbs was still here, so it's, it's, it's wild. Like, 
It's crazy. Fuck There's up. a reason why motherfuckers don't want to take it. There's a reason why Steve Kerr said, yo, I ain't taking that job. I don't want that shit. And y'all want to sit up here and say, oh, we want to get this coach, this coach. These coaches have decisions too. They don't like, bro. Hey, man. Hey, all I say is Tibbs. <laughs> I give Tibbs credit in this regard. He's taking the brunt a lot of shit. By the way, we made the playoffs two out of three years, which is so which what? is a good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This why this why is, I don't like Nick. Is this man defending Tibbs right now? No man, shut your ass up. This why I don't, is this that what's like happening Tibbs right? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you like, defending like, Tibbs right this now? This is why I don't like New York Knicks fans, right? Y'all like oh, you out your mind if you think you're gonna get played defending Tibbs on any step, bro? That's crazy, dog. You're out of your mind, dog. All right, hold on. Let me just make this last point. New York Knicks fans are like bourgeoisie homeless people, son. Y'all, y'all collect coins or that shit, and then y'all throw away the pennies, the nickels. Y'all motherfuckers, we were not sniffing a playoff for mm. I don't know how many fucking years. So what? We get it once. Now y'all motherfuckers don't know how to act. Y'all act like y'all what deserve this shit. We don't. We've been in an inept organization for years. When the, the basketball so guys gave us 2018, what did we fucking do? When they say, yo, I'll give you, I got you, Macau Bridges. I got you, SGA. I'll even give credit uh-huh. to the fucking oh. right beater. Even I don't like that right beater shit. I'll give you Miles Brick. Uh-huh. I'll even get. Oh, you know what? The guy you got now should have been. I'll give you him in the second round. Oh, you want the yeah, white chocolate? Going. Dante, I'll give you that too, son. Can, can I rebuttal you? We can do. We watch a fucking one on one workout, which even Gilbert uh-huh. Arena should tell you, bro. Yeah, those don't do, no, they don't tell you how good a player is in a team setting. We did that shit and picked Kevin Knox, who's a beneficiary uh-huh. of SGA. Uh-huh. That's our organization, so, so my G. So, Le- so we don't, Legion, we, we don't deserve the playoffs, bro. After all these years, oh. y'all motherfuckers, we make it once. Hold and on. now y'all act, like, y'all act like y'all don't know how to fucking act, man. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. My Hold bad. On. Now, brother, I, 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 I love people like you, Legion, man. I love you like another mother. Brother from another mother. You just spoke about the basketball player. Did not condemn Tibbs. Well, about the the play, the roster. Yep. You don't think Tibbs and and Obi Toppin's value being lowered tremendously year by year? On top of the fact, if you knew you was going to keep Randall, you could have traded Obi years prior to this year. On top of the fact that Obi took his value so much that quickly might be traded for a salary dump too. That looks really bad. Quickly has, uh, and I'm sorry, I, y'all, y'all, y'all cutting off. It might be my internet. I don't know if it's y'all's or maybe states. My bad. Um, no, nah, your internet. It, it's just, it's just for you to to say, yo, we got to the playoffs two years out of the past three. I don't give a fuck, Legion. Legion, I've been through an eight year playoff drought. I don't care. I care about a team running an organization and having a fucking. We did, we did not have no direction years prior. We had no direction in 2014, 2015. We didn't even have draft picks, bro. We traded Jamal Murray, bro. Where was the direction? I'm willing to wait it out if you tell me there's a direction. When we brought in Phil Jackson, I already knew Phil Jackson was going to clear the cap, and I knew he was going to just try to get draft picks. Bill Jackson's vision is almost completed. Leon Rose is fucking that up. In 2021, we got the COVID season. Let me be honest with you. The COVID season was the fakest basketball I've ever seen in my life. It was the fakest basketball I've ever seen in my life. Randall looked like the black Larry Bird. Let's stop this bullshit 
Randall was one of the top five best NBA play. COVID season, Randall's the top five best NBA player I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen some shit like that. A power forward averaging 25, 10, and 5, 50, 40, 85 or some shit. Like, he was bugging the fuck out that COVID season. But then it comes out of cost, right? Because now you draft Quentin Nelikina, and you don't draft in back-to-back first rounds. When you do shit like that, that means you're a win-now organization. That also means you're a championship contender, which the Knicks is not. I attribute Obi being traded directly to Tom Thibodeau. I can't attribute that to Leon. What I can attribute to Leon is the fuck-up of drafting Obi Toppin over Devin Fassell and those guys. Then you brought up Kevin Knox. Brother, you better hope to God that Knox, Reddish, Quickly, and Obi. Matter of fact, not just for you. But Yo, why you keep saying quickly? Why? Oh, why you quickly keep saying gone. quickly? Quickly's gone. It, you said a, for a salary dump, bro. Quickly's value is is bigger than a fucking sa- when you get poppycock. Poppycock. That's poppycock. That's poppycock. <laughs> That's poppycock why, why nonsense. Do you, why do you keep? Why do you keep saying IQ is a salary dump? When he brother, was, brother, 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 regular uh, season, uh, and he had he's... people saying he was a twenty million dollar a year guy before the brother because we just. Threw out a lottery pick like it was Brother, Swiss cheese. We dog. just threw out a lottery pick like it was like it was K two on two fifth and Lex, homie. We about to trade quickly for a salary dump. This this franchise is oh so shameful. God. Matter of fact, Legion, this how deep in my narratives I'm in. I'm in my bag right now because the Knicks they are never in the comic book. I'm in my bag. My fault. I gotta keep muting you, Legion, because of the sound. The back. Oh, uh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Now, now you good. This is how deep, knee deep I'm in in my narratives. The Knicks held back quickly for two years, so they don't have to pay him to justify paying Jalen Brunson $100 million only for the NBA gods to punish the Knicks years later for their transgressions. I keep telling y'all, y'all better love and cherish R.J. Barrett. Because he needs to last longer here than Tom Thibodeau. We sacrificed Obi in a salary dump for Dante DiVincenzo. You got dickhead Nick fans telling me Josh Hart could play the backup four? Are you serious? Are you serious? To be fair, Jay Nicky's a good guy. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get man, Papa left. Hold on. Are you really comparing the value of Obi? Brother, brother. Legion. Listen to me. Tibbs destroyed the value of assets. That's like buying an Oa Sour. Listen to me. That's like buying an Oa Sour and leaving it on top of your refrigerator for a year straight. Then you try to sell your Oa Sour. What are we doing here, brother? What are we doing here, brother? What is Tibbs doing here, brother? What is Leon Rose doing here, brother? You heard Randall. Hold on one more time. You heard Randall real quick, Legion, because the, the, the sound, and I got you. You heard Randall go on a podcast. Randall is not my op. I'm going to take a page out of Papa Left Book. Randall is not my op. He's not my opposition. 
What am I mad at Randall for? Because the coach is a dumbass who continuously gives a championship third option to basketball in crunch time situations, knowing he's not a crunch time player. Why am I blaming him? Why am I blaming Randall for a pathetic playoff performance when his coach sent him out there for 37 minutes a game? If you're a company man, wouldn't you want Randall to sit out the Miami series? So if you wanted to make an excuse, you could say, hey, we didn't have Randall for the Miami series. We could run it back. What the fuck is going on here? We're not dumb anymore, bro. We're not dumb. It's not the same fan base, bro. I love 90s Knicks fans, but I'm... I have to be loud about this because I don't want to repeat of Ewing. I don't want to repeat of Mello. We have Jalen Brunson here doing his prom, and you're wasting Julius Randle's prom right now. Matter of fact, you wasted a year of Julius Randle's prom with David Fisdale, and you wasted two years of Julius Randle's prom with Alfred Payton. But the thing is, company men is so knee-deep in fucking Leon Rose's ass, they don't want to say shit like that. It's just disgusting. <sighs> Papa left me. Uh, first of all, I first of all, Jericho Sims is our backup four. Because remember, we played we played Sims and and Hartenstein together, so we'll be all right there. They'll space the floor out. <clears throat> I did my Cassius uh, uh, breath clear right there. <clears throat> um. Uh. All right, all I want to say on this space is I I get triggered every time I hear Knicks fans juxtaposing nominal success to extreme dysfunction. I think that that is the safest way to look at look at what a successful organization should do. Like Isaiah Thomas, NBA Hall of Famer, uh, he had some success as a coach in Indiana. Um, obviously a terrible president of basketball operations. Not only that, his moral compass was conflicted with the Anuka Brown Sanders situation of sexual harassment allegations, which was settled in court. Phil Jackson, same thing. Great, uh, great, you know, NBA champion on multiple levels, obviously 11 rings, terrible president of basketball operations, literally falling asleep. We joke about Leon Rose falling asleep, literally fell asleep at workouts. Like, terrible, 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 terrible. Like, no, 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 nothing nice to say about these guys, right? To use that as a, as a benchmark, and then, and then to look at the coaches that lived under those regimes, right? And to use that as a benchmark to say, hey, this is the best we've been in 20 years. That, to me, is a disrespect to what we're actually supposed to be chasing. First of all, Let's not go back 20 years. Let's not do that. That's that's actually disingenuous. Let's go back to the beginning of what this process is all about. This process is based off the Knicks cutting ties with Carmelo Anthony and realizing, hey, we, we cannot we cannot win in, in this scenario. We have to rebuild. We don't have assets or nothing. So they went through a rebuild. They kind of flirted with a few a few kind of scenarios where they went with Frank. They had Porzingis, and then and then they got Knox, and then they pretty much tore it all down in, in the sense that they didn't try to sign anybody. They signed a bunch of one-year deals, okay? We are literally – it is now 2023, okay? We are literally four years removed from the Knicks saying, hey, 
you know what? We are going to tear it all down. We are going to only have, you know, these one-year players. We are going to trade, um, you know, Marcus Morris for 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 a first-round pick. We we have uh, we're going for Zion Williamson. We're going for Kevin Durant. We're going for Kyrie Irving. We're going for Kawhi Leonard. We're going for Anthony Davis. Right? We want access to that level of talent, and we're willing to suck completely for an entire year. We're four years removed from that process. That process, when you shoot for the – this is the difference, right? I want you all to think about this psychologically. Y'all are looking so far down to level up to the middle. The Knicks four years ago looked so far up that they leveled down to the middle. They didn't get Zion. They didn't get Kevin Durant. They didn't get Kyrie Irving. But you know what they did get? They got R.J. Barrett. They got a clean cap to work with. So they got R.J. Barrett, and then they went back in the next year, and they drafted two more guys. They got Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, okay? And then, and then they had that process, and then they had a clean cap. So, yeah, they signed Randall. Right, fine. Three years, $60 million. Two years, 40, $41 million with the third year as the option. Instead of picking up the option, they extend him. Fine. It was a, it was a, it was a totally understandable move at the time. From a, from a certain perspective. Some people were against it, State, Ari, but most people understood, including me. Like, I was happy the day that the Knicks signed Julius Randle. I was all in on the COVID season. I literally shook my ass on camera and paid money for people to record me doing it, okay? And then I sold T-shirts. I haven't, I haven't made money by being negative, but I've been making money by being positive about this team, okay? So the, the Knicks literally put themselves in a position where – they had a clean cap. They had draft picks that they were literally investing in playing. They're supposed to be good. This is not like something that like, oh, I'm supposed to look back at Isaiah Thomas or Scott Layden and Clarence Weatherspoon and Othella Harrington and Michael Sweetney and Jordan Hill. Like, stop using your fandom to justify nominal success when you juxtapose it against extreme dysfunction. It doesn't matter. Leon Rose is not competing against the Detroit Pistons GM from 2011. He is competing against his modern contemporaries. Thomas Thibodeau is not coaching against Derek Fisher. He's coaching against Eric Spolstra. We are deficient in those areas, and we are doing pretty decent. We're in a decent spot, but we need to be better. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing miserable about what anybody's saying. There's nothing negative about what anybody's saying. There's nothing narrative about what anybody's saying. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. We have a right as a team that's four years removed from a completely tear it down operation that told you. They, they, sold, they sold you. By the way, Noah Barnes, the MSG executive, uh, MSG season ticket rep, that, that's selling me what Leon Rose said to Mike Breen um, the last game of the year against the Raptors where Obi, ironically enough, scored 42 points, right? He used that performance. He used that 7 out of 11 last wins of the, that season. He used that performance to sell Knicks fans season tickets for the following year. He said, we're in a unique, and this is a quote, we're in a, we have 10 players under the age of 25, and we're a uniquely a flexible position to compete and develop to, to develop and compete for a championship. And then he was saying that we're going to acquire a star. 
He hasn't spoken much since then, and they've actually taken that video down off of MSG Networks. The end of the, they've taken it down off the YouTube channel. You cannot find it anymore. You cannot. You can find the, the beginning interviews from 2020, but you cannot find that interview he gave the day the Knicks ended their season uh, in, in, the, in the year after COVID. You cannot find it anymore. But they have, they have literally told, it's not me being upset or State being upset. It's what they sold to us. They sold, they sold us, we're going to tear it down. We're going to draft in the high end of the lottery. They should have done it back-to-back years. They ended up getting Tibbs, and they ended up uh, screwing that up, screwing that process up. That's fine. But y'all are I, – I, I actually get triggered emotionally. I admit it. I emotionally get triggered, and I lose my shit when I hear people say um, things like Legion say, we're the bourgeoisie homeless guy collecting cans and, and and throwing it in for five cents and say like i remember i was on checkers i was at a checkers on market street in newark and this homeless guy came up to me and he i said do you want some food he said yeah he said can you go across the street to mcdonald's i don't like checkers ketchup and i thought what the hell are you talking about i'm offering to buy you a burger why are you telling me to go to the other store you should take the burger you're treating knicks fans who have sat here for for 20 years and they actually went through the normal process to be good. And we're four years into that process. And you're making it seem like, yo, shut up and fan. Like, it's ridiculous. We're supposed to be here. I can't stand that. Can we please stop? Can we please stop G-checking Knicks fans and telling them, like, be happy you're here. You, it could be worse. Like, that has nothing to do with nothing. Like, hey. Like, the Knicks are supposed to sell you their young players and be like, hey, remember 10 years ago when we used to call you guys? We didn't have any young guys to sell you. So take the young guys we have now because we used to be bad. Like, it, you ha- like the, the silo of fandom is crazy to me. Like, it makes, it makes no impact on, on what actual reality is. Like, I, like, dudes are not calling each other on the phone and talking about, hey, we won 48 wins. They're talking about the value of that player and the, the money they make. Okay. Like, so I just wish that, I just wish that part like of the conversation would be acknowledged. And then I wouldn't have to freak out when I hear it every time, because it's, it's, it's like a default response, you know, Hey, uh, y'all want to go back to this. And if Johnny Bryant's the coach, y'all going to complain about that as if that would be a problem. As if the, if the team lost 50 games, I, you know, I should, I should be cool with it. Like, yeah, as long as, as long as this team does not have what they've promised to me as a consumer and obsessive fan of their team, yeah, I'm going to hold them accountable. We watch Obi Toppin get cheered for, and Tibbs puts in Alec Burks, like, as his backup power forward. We watch Emmanuel Quickly literally cover up for 18 million Evan Fournier, 13 million Derek Rose. 10 million Alec Burks, 6 million Alfred Payton for two years straight. I watched Quentin Grimes literally not be known that he's on the roster, and then Omicron hits, and Tibbs says, hey, uh, you know, it found out that the kid's pretty good. Okay, found out that the kid's pretty good. I, I watched Tibbs literally get proven wrong, and then they say, they say, Nick's Twitter, no one cares what Nick's Twitter says. Then how come the hottest quote that Tibbs ever gave, I feel, besides saying that Obi's the backup quarterback, the hottest quote he ever said was when Ian Begley said, there are people on social media that say that you should have played the kids earlier. And Tibbs said, 
I don't care because I'm the coach and I I I uh, I watched the film two or three times. What did he say to Obi Toppin in that audio? I'm the coach. It's this argument of authority. It's this argument of authority that he is the biggest basketball mind. What he says goes. They are not building this team around Jalen Brunson. They are building this team around his ego and what he will do if you make him uncomfortable. So I'm actually, when people say, oh, y'all are crying over Dante DiVincenzo, there is no tears dropping from my eyes. I only cry when my homies die. I don't, I don't cry when, when, when fucking the Knicks signed Dante DiVincenzo. I get the figurative part of it. But, like, the reason why it's upsetting to me is because you know your coach is limited in terms of his flexibility. You know that. So you're going to give him Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel Quickly, Dante DiVincenzo, Quentin Grimes, R.J. Barrett, and Josh Hart, and you're going to have him play those six guys and try to figure out from night to night. And you know Tibbs is not going to do it in a way that's that's like, hey, this guy's, this guy's got development. This guy's got it going. Yeah, he had one bad night. One bad night might turn to a whole, a whole routine. Like, yo, State, get ready. If DiVincenzo gets hot from three and he's, he's, he's winning games at the end of the game, you're going to have to watch RJ get benched and you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it because people are going to be like, yo, dude, like this is a winning team. Like he's got to be a winning player if he can't do it. And that's like literally our, our most valuable asset on the team. That, that we can that we can trade. We're not trading Jalen Brunson, right? And Quentin Grimes is not being showcased enough to be taken seriously by the rest of the NBA. So R.J. Barrett is literally our biggest chip that we can go and say to another team, like, yo, we want your star, and they're going to come ask us for R.J., and we're going to have to make that decision as a franchise. But we cannot have – we don't have access to elite talent anymore. Four years ago, you could laugh at it all you want. You cannot debate the fact. We had access to elite talent. We don't have that. And it's a damn shame because Jalen Brunson is literally on the best deal. I, I'm going to say it. Obviously, there's guys like Giannis and, and LeBron and guys like that that are literally, they are the franchise. And their deal, they're invaluable, the money that they make. But I'm talking about, like, actual value. Jalen Brunson for four years, $100 million in this climate is absolutely highway robbery. It's like having a rookie quarterback that doesn't need any development, and you can build the offensive line, you can get the wide receiver, you can get the running back even, you can get the cornerback for, for $15 million a year because you have such a manageable contract that happens to be your best player. So we are taking the best contract in NBA. Like, let's not, let's not fuck around. Let's not, let's not act like homers. It's a fact. Like, Jalen Brunson is, is him. He's one of those guys. He's nice as fuck. And we're running it back with Randall, RJ, and a bunch of role players. And we need to get Jalen Brunson, a guy that's been proven as an alpha in the playoffs and carried his own team, and to say, you know what? Now you can go play with Jalen Brunson. Y'all can feed off of each other. Because I know Randall ain't it. Y'all can't convince me of that. I know Randall is not that player. As far as RJ goes, what my belief about RJ is doesn't manifest in reality because he doesn't he's been he's been played on this Tibbs timeline for so long. This is who he is. So hell yeah, I'm excited about RJ what he did in the playoffs, but I don't trust the team to say, "Oh, RJ showed me this in the playoffs. Randall gave me civil rights stats. I choose RJ." Bye, Randall. We'll keep Obi for one year and see what he can do, and we'll spread out the floor and give our team a bunch of shooting. 
No, they don't do that. Hey, we've seen Tibbs kind of take the team where he went. We had an eighth seed team that we played with no Tyler Hero or Victor Oladipo, and we could barely – we needed Quentin Grimes to, like, flirt with tearing his patella tendon for 48 minutes and Jalen Brunson 48 minutes. And, and, and we needed a four-point play uh, when Jimmy Butler was out in game two to just scrape ahead to game six. Like, a normal organization that is sincerely interested in getting better, obsessively getting better – does obsessive moves like like the the Denver Nuggets are in the championship the Denver Nuggets are in the championship and they put themselves in a position where Oklahoma City said yo we can't field all these picks and Denver was like we'll give you future ones we'll give up more assets because we need a pick because after this finals uh run is over we're going to need to replace a role player that wants to get paid because he's a part of a championship team, i.e. Bruce Brown, right? So then they pick up Jalen Pickett, who is literally bombing threes, and he's an old-school player from Penn State. Jalen Pickett, a guard, moves slow, not the most athletic guy, but he's a, he's a chunky dude. He's, he can back you down. He's an old-school guard, and he's nice, and he could play right behind Jamal Murray and develop there too. So they're thinking ahead. We're literally, we literally are skipping out on the draft, a really good one, a really good draft. I'm, t- I'm talking like if you don't watch college basketball, that's fine. Like you don't have to. But I'm telling you, all Jaime Jaquez, Colby Jones, like even project guys like Amani Bates. I'm not even that big on Amani Bates. I think Amani Bates is like a, a popping name. But you could get that kind of player at 52. You're telling me you had Obi Toppin for all these years, Right. And you knew from jump after Randall got the extension, you had no path for this player to get to 25 minutes per game. And every time that this dude does play 25 minutes per game, he puts up numbers. It's not a hard sell, especially if you have three years of him making seven, seven to eight million dollars a year. Like you got to be you got to have a little more foresight. And, and when the when the organization fucks it up, you have to have some some integrity as a fan to say, look, you could say, you could say, look, I'm happy as a fan. They made the playoffs, but they fucked up with this Obi shit. What you don't need to do is make Obi out to the next Cam Reddish and make Obi out to the next Frank Milikina and, and gaslight people and act like I don't know what I'm watching. That part is annoying. And also the, the part about we've been bad for 20 years, so I'll accept whatever, whatever's whatever. That, that, that has nothing to do with nothing. That, that has nothing to do with the Knicks getting better. So, I love the Knicks. I love most of you guys on here. I enjoy the conversation. But some, some default reactions to, to takes is starting to get really old. And it's, it's actually making you incredible when, when, you, when you speak. But, all right. Yeah, you know, shout out to Papa Left. You see how I am? Let everybody get their – everybody vent. This is not a good – after tonight, and, like, I'm going to take a break. Like, I need a break from the Knicks. Uh, I need, like, a couple days. I need I need a good break. Um, Jack, what's good? What's good, King? What's up, man? How you, bro? I ain't going to lie, man. It's hard to follow. Yeah. I want to ask you this before you go, man. Did you smoke yet? I'm smoking right now. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking right now on my balcony. But, um, bro... Yeah, my my shorty and my 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 um my daughter just left for a little bit. I'll never get no time. Finally, I'll get some time. <laughs> but yeah, God bless. Sure. God bless. 
Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Long story short, man, it's hard to follow Papa, man. He, everything he's hitting is kind of – it's hard to, to debate it at this point. Like, some of the stuff isn't debatable. Like, Opie's numbers at the start, that's not debatable. I think when, when I think of the Knicks now, I look at what you – it's like, like what I learned from the Knicks. Like, if I was to ever run something like, like an organization like that, it's like, yo, I would watch the Knicks to know how to not do, or, or I would know what to do because I would look at them and know what not to do. So I'm like, all right, that move, like, bro, I brought up the Frank thing, bro. We got Frank. We brought in four point guards in his first two seasons. They all played more minutes than him from Ramon Sessions, Jared Jack. Trey Burke, Amanda Moody, first two seasons. Um, the next the next season, we get Kevin Knox. Um, Kevin Knox shows some promise next to Porzingis. Um, you, you can say whatever you want to say about him. He's 23 now. He's been in the league, what, five, six years? Bro, we bring in Bobby Portis, Marcus Morris, and Julius Randle. Kevin Knox was literally projected to be a small ball four, and he was our starting three at the time. So he brought in his... Uh, you brought in the starter. It got us quickly, but it was also to the detriment. I think you could have still – Morris could have still played the minutes. Knox didn't have to – like, why did you bring in Portis? Did y'all think that team was going to be the team that makes a run? Why would you, to the detriment of your asset, bring in pieces that are not long-term and they just actually just kind of – they're just fillers? It, it doesn't actually add to the enhancement of what we're doing. As like, bro, we went twenty-one and forty-five in that Marcus Morris year. We went twenty-one and forty-five in that COVID year. The um, when, when they went to the bubble, we went twenty-one and forty-five. Why the fuck was you bringing in people over Knox? Why? If we're not winning with those guys either, bro. So when I watch what we did, even even going back to what last year. Two years ago, I guess now, bro, Taj Gibson played more minutes than Obi. Taj Gibson played more minutes than Obi. Taj Gibson can't even get 10 minutes on a bum-ass Wizards team. So so you got Taj getting more minutes than – then you got um, Alec Burks in the middle of a 6-22 and stretch playing a position he's never played. Playing the position, he's well. I'll give him. He played a little bit of it in seventy sixes. He hardly played point guard. He was no. He was never supposed to be a fucking point guard. I'll, I'll, I'll admit he has some positive lead guard skills. Like, cool, cool. I'm not here to shit on Alec Burks. Um, then this season, you bring in Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, you bring in Josh Hart. You have Cam Reddish. I just look at everything we've done. We just de- we don't know how to actually add value to the roster, even when we're technically adding value. It's like yo, if you take one step forward but you keep taking a step back, it's it's not like okay, like I see you're trying to move. I get it. Like I see you go. Water. What'd you say, bro? Tread in water. Baby. Yeah, you tread in water, bro. You know what I'm saying? One step forward, one step back, and that's what every move like for the last five, six years, besides the Brunson move. But the Brunson move, I, it's hard to give Leon Rose credit because, I like, I play spades, bro. I play bit with, bro. I can't give somebody credit for being a good spades player when 
when you got the big joker. They actually they, they let you play the big joker. You came in with a big joker. You got dealt that hand. Brunson was dealt that hand, bro. Like that was your guys from 20 years ago. You've been had that in your back pocket. So it's hard for me to even give him credit for that move because that's a move that had to happen. It's like, yo, bro, you, you ever seen somebody who plays spades and then they had multiple cards and somebody threw out the joker and then they throw out the ace of spades, but then later you see them throw out the ten of spades and it's like, yo, bro, why did you throw out the ace? Why wouldn't you throw out the little? Why would you let you? So, like, bro. So bro. real quick, Jay, I ain't shit at spades. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, right. So I was I learned how to play spades. Shout out to my shout out to my guy Cal. My guy Cal met him in high school at Wiley. Wiley Secondary. It's on 114th and 7th. And he brought me to his crib and shit. He was having, I think, um his mother threw him like a little birthday party, family, friends and shit. I, I went over there and shit like that. So now I'm with his sisters and his aunts. They drunk. They asked me to play spades, bro. I felt like a fish out of water, bro. Bro, <laughs> like, I know the I know they probably got in your ass too when you was like making bad moves. I know they was talking shit because that's how it is with the old timers. Like I learned from my grandparents, bro. Like my grandparents would play play cards with 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 they um with my other elders in the family, bro. And I used to watch, and then they're like, "Yo, come play," and then I turned into a player. You know what I'm saying? But that that's what like that's what that Jalen Brunson move is to me. You got dealt. You got dealt the big ace, bro. You got dealt the Joker. And you use it, but all your other moves, it's like you, you just—I I don't know. I, I, I would—I would kind of almost argue that at this point, Leon Rose has done as much bad as much good, because even if he never brought the Brunson move in and we went all in on IQ and whatever else, and we went in on other things, there's a lot of hypotheticals where it could go a whole nother way. So personally. We didn't. The Brunson move made us way better, but I, I'm at a point where I'm looking at every move and I'm like, bro, what did he really get this team better at now? And and I know it's, it's easy to say it's Tibbs, but bro, you brought Tibbs in. It's like yo, it's like when your mom say, yo, I brought you into this world. I could take you out. Like that's what it is. You brought him here, and you could also take him out. So there's no excuse. Like it, I used to say, Tibbs was the, the top op. But in all actuality, it's Leon Rose. Leon Rose is the biggest detriment to this team, even more than Tibbs, because he allows the shit. He allows it. And now I look at certain things. It's like, yo, bro, you see, you as a GM, you you didn't see the toxic relationship between Julius and Tibbs. Tibbs can't hold Julius accountable at this point. I, I bet I bet you what, if Tibbs came in that first season and he treated them like everybody else, maybe he could have. But at this point, this is like a, a relationship going bad, bro. That that Tibbs and Randall shit is a relationship going bad. I, I Like a month, month or two ago, I said in a space, I said, bro, it's like, like the star player in high school who does whatever he wants, the coach never says nothing, gets to the championship game, gets to the playoffs, and now the coach is trying to hold them accountable for the mistakes he's been making the whole year that he didn't correct, didn't hold them accountable for. And that's why I see the Julius the Julius Randle. You see Julius Randle wild like that, bro. I don't see as much instances of Julius. Um, when he was under Kobe, Julius, nigga, he understood a pecking order. When he was with AD, and and forget the the star that he was next to, bro. 
because Julius said in that podcast, he didn't really come in there with the intention of being the one. If Bobby Portis would have became the one, it would have been fucking Bobby Portis. It was, if we want to be honest, his first year here, Marcus Morris was the one. Marcus Morris was the one. It wasn't Julius. That's correct. Hey, real quick. Like, real quick. Can you guys hear me? Um, JB. Wait, yo, 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 man. When you step in the state crib, bro, you gotta have some fucking respect, bro. You hear Jet talking, he's smoking his weed, trying to get his fucking frustrations out. I just let Papa Left speak for 10 minutes straight without interrupting. Nobody interrupted Papa. I didn't even interrupt him. Why the fuck is you interrupting, bro? Don't blow my high now. I'm about to roll up again. So ZB, let's let, relax. I'm gonna get to you, bro. Yo, Jet. What I want from the Knicks specifically right now, as of today, is to trade quickly. That's number one on my list. I, I I don't want quickly on the Knicks no more. And it's not because I don't like quickly. It's because I want these young black men to go get millions. I want them to go get millions of dollars. And I feel like. Tom Thibodeau has robbed these young players of millions of dollars. He's robbed RJ. When I watched Tyrese Halliburton get 260, the first person that came to my mind was RJ Barrett. And he came to my mind because you know Randall don't want to be the one. Why you don't just give the keys to RJ in the first two years and allow Randall to just be the second option? So that makes... The, the way the Paul George podcast came off to me was that the coach put those expectations on Randall when he did not want them, but Randall took on the expectations because he's not a coward. I don't know if that's the way I see it, but that's the way that comes off to me. Hey. And. Much risk once again, Randall is not my biggest op no more. I do not hate that man. No more. I used to be a generational Randall hater. What is today? It is July 1st. I'm, I'm denouncing my Randall hate because I, I shouldn't hate that man when his coach is really dumb. I really genuinely think Tibbs is a dumb coach. State, he's 66 four years, years old. Four years, state, fuck. state. We got big, we got breaking news, breaking, breaking news. Dante DiVincenzo is a Nick. Why are you laughing? Is a Nick. Four years, 50 million. 50 million. Four years, 50 million. Somebody else speak. Somebody else speak. Four years, 50 million, bro. I just came on to get the reaction and I'm logging back off. Joe, what you got? Yeah, I don't got for me today. Joe, what's up? No, go ahead. I tried to get you on earlier. Yo, Brutus, you gotta go back out and come back in. I cannot hear you, OG. Oh, you, Brutus, if you can hear me, you gotta go back out and come back in. I cannot hear you, if you can. Um, Joe, what's up, man? Talk to me, man. What's up, King? Yo, if that's true, we just got Dante. It is true. It is. Yeah, we are cooked. I'm not gonna lie, we're cooked. We got to get rid of Tibbs, man, as soon as possible or until more bad shit happens. Got to get rid of fucking Leon. Our team is falling to pieces. We had something good. We're in the second round. We're going to make the second round this year? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. If that means we have Dante, what does that mean for uh, Quentin Grimes? 
if we're giving a man four years, 50 mil, is he going to start or is he coming off the bench? We don't know. What does that mean for Grimes? The same thing that happened to Toppin. You know, it's going to happen to Grimes. It's going to happen to Quickly. And that's that's our young pieces just going out the door. That's all I got to say. You said a lot, bro. You said a lot. Yo, bro. So, just like I said yesterday to the Knicks, the Knicks basically... <laughs> oh my they're about to give Josh Hart another bag, too, so... <laughs> yeah, it's time coming. It's time coming. Hey, State, you know you were just saying get rid of it quickly. I got a, I got a Quick little... Quick is out of here. Look, here's, here's, here's what I think about it, man. I think at this point, bro, this team needs to just try. Like we've we've proven we can't get. I don't want to say it's 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 kind of proven at this point that we're either too cheap to get this star. The stars don't want to come. Whatever the case may be, we're always linked to people since Leon's been here. We've been linked to mad people. At this point, I I, I like personally, I would trade quickly for um quickly in the first. For Jaden McDaniels, this team needs to bring in stuff we don't have. Like that's what I would do personally. Like, like it's a plus asset. It brings in a, a, a skill set we don't have. Um, it gives Anthony Edwards his point guard of the future. Um, that like that's where I'm like that's where I'm at with this team, bro. Give me a Denny Abdiha. Give me a Tari Eason. Tari Eason. They got fucking Cam Whitmore over there. Jay Sean Tate, Kenya Martin Jr., Jabari Smith. Jalen Green, amen. Daniel Martin Jr. is a Clipper. Oh, my bad, my bad. Take take K. Martin to the Clipper. With, with that being said, I think it's a log jam at the at the three, the four, and the two over there. I think they just basically like yeah, you just brought in Dylan Brooks. You just got Cam Whitmore. You got Tari Eason from last year. Give me a young positive. Damn, I like Tari. Give me a young positive asset. That's where I'm at with this team, bro. And, and the sad part is, the sad part about the DiVincenzo and the heart thing is, I don't even think Knicks fans hate the the players. They hate the business around them, and it creates an environment where you start to microanalyze players that you probably didn't even need to. You didn't even need to. DiVincenzo would have been a positive asset if other business was done correctly. If the OB trade didn't happen a few hours ago for what it happened for, it's like you get what I'm saying, like the heart deal wasn't technically bad, but when you put the first round pick in it, when you when you when you fade, when you um think about yo Cam actually was for Knox and a, and a first round pick, um, it's just like you, it's the business around them that that makes you kind of dislike the player. And that's my take on it because I don't think people really hate Divincenzo. He's he's like a he he's a smart player. He's a high IQ player. He can shoot. He can do certain things good. But it's the business around that just creates a a bad environment for him to come into. Man, fuck him. Man, word, man. Dudes coming here, man. He's journeyman vets, man. These dudes coming here, just take my draft picks, minutes and all that. Tibbs coming here, he just. Oh my God! Y'all literally watched Twenty One win. Oh man! Dante Divincenzo, four year, fifty million dollars. If you're a Quentin Grimes fan, if you're a Manu Quickly fan, you should genuinely feel disrespected right now. The Knicks always paying motherfuckers outside the crib before they take care of people inside the crib. They did this shit with fucking Randall and R.J. Barrett. 
They always do this shit, bro. You can't make this shit up, bro. You can't make this shit up. I'm... Who's playing the backup for, man? That, that like, like that, That's the first question. The second question is, what is your plan with quickly? If I'm quickly, I want off the New York Knicks. Get me out of New York. Let me go be a franchise point guard somewhere where they will value me. This shit, man. Man, these dudes, man. Man, Max, all these dumbass accounts, Maximilian, you stupid ass motherfuckers who, man, I hate them, man. Oh, my God. Nish, what's up, man? And then Rob, you could. Hey, again, thanks for the hoodie, but. I have one question. No problem. When the hell is yeah, Dolan going to step in? The last time I called for James Dolan to step in, the Knicks was in the midst of a 1-10 in 10 February. It didn't happen, Nietzsche. I think Dolan has to step in, man. I, 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 he might have to step in, man. And... I think Nish, from a from a mental standpoint, I'm kind of glad they traded Ovi because, like I said to you before, you probably heard on the previous part, if you bring back this same roster, they're going to quit on the coach. You can never bring back Ovi. Go ahead, Nish. No, nah, I was hoping they quit on him so he get fired. But how, yeah, how is I was, the tallest wing 6'6"? Six, six? Who will be guarding? We going to guard my heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's official. I can't watch the Knicks this season. No. This is there has to be another move in place. Has to. If I start calling for Dolan, man, I, I can't call for Dolan yet, man. I. Who is the backup for? Like, that's what I'm confused with. I'm trying to understand who's the backup for as this roster's current. Gotta be Jericho. Yeah, Isaiah Isaiah Hartenstein (laughs) will be the actual four and and Jericho will play the five. Yo, that's word to my mother. (laughs) You say I like it, but that's... (laughs) Yo, they they might make me look... With three small guards (laughs) around them. Three three small guards... (laughs) Yo, the Knicks gotta be Josh Hart or Dante. That's our four. Oh my God, the Knicks might make me lose my hairline <laughs> by the end of next year. No, no, Dante just got fifty million. He got it. He better be going into the starting lineup. Why? <laughs> what does that solve? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But we gave him that bread, man. That bread could have went to Quick. It could have went to Obi. You could have spread out that fifty million between both of them with a little bit more, and we could have had them both still here. Yo, whatever, man. Uh, yo, we gave him fifty million <laughs> and quick. You know, quickly better ask for a trade. Oh my god. Yo, quickly, man. Let me act quickly, real quick, man. Yo, quickly, man. Please get out of New York. Out of New York, young blood. Quickly, get out of New York, man. If you value, I don't know, quickly. Once again, I'm super happy Obi has asked off for the Knicks. I'm super happy Obi's on Indiana. 
I don't know if Obi read my tweets or see my tweets. The next time Obi is in Kingdom, I'm gonna make sure I'm over there so I can act, so I can shake hands with Obi and really God bless him and give him the the proper blessing of him being a New York Nick and, and tell him he could he's always welcome back to this franchise. He's always welcome back. Quickly, you're next up. Quickly, I need you to ask off for the Knicks, bro. I need you to ask off. We know what's going to happen with Dante DiVincenzo. You know what? Smooth is right. Smooth is right. Smooth is right. Yo, they might trade all the kids, fam. They tried to trade my boy RJ already. Thank you, Danny Ainge. Smooth is right. It was really fucked up about the old Donovan Mitchell shit that should make you hate Tibbs even more. Because Tibbs is kicking all your, your favorites out the door. Tibbs is kicking all of your favorite young Nick players. He is kicking them out the door. He's kicked Obi out the door. He's kicking Grimes out the door. He's kicking quickly out the door. He's kicking RJ out the door. How many more of these young Nick players y'all need to see go before Julius Randle puts up civil rights stats again in another playoff series? Because now Randall got all the pressure. Yo, he has no excuse. None. None. Julius Randall apologies, Bethany. You might have to change this shit to Julius Randall. I'm going to send you some prayers. That's what you might have to change this shit to. Because I, 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 I don't know what he's going. I don't give a fuck if he scored 80 points in a regular season game next season. I don't give a damn if he broke the triple-double record next season. I don't give a fuck if he broke Moses Malone double-double record. I don't care if he put up Moses Malone's stats. Yes, Nooch. No, I was about to say, Randall better ask for a trade, too. Let, let me say this about Julius Randall. I think Rand Randall, I'm a if you're a Randall stand, and Niche Niche is making me so toxic, man. This shit, this shit don't make no sense. He never wants to leave. Never. If you're a Randall stand, and if you're Julius Randall, Randall, brother, if you continue to play for Tom Thibodeau, your fucking knees by the age of you turning my age at 33 is gonna look like some T-bone steak. Right out of Ricardo's in Harlem. Randall, I'm warning you. I need to know what's, what's up, Nish. Come on, my bad. Nah, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. You can jump in. Whatever you got to thought, you jump right in. You cut me off. It's no problem. Oh, I remember it now. How can he be satisfied with this signing after he begged for help? There's no way he's satisfied. Wow. Wow. You're right. Phil. You're right. That's a good question. I, a- I still think Paul George could be on his way here. Nico, please. <laughs> Russell Westbrook just re <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. Nice is just giving me. Oh, my God. I just got a new narrative. Oh. I got to ask this question. Oh, my God. Randall. I wonder. When Randall got that notification, I wonder what his face was like. Really? 
Cause I know he I know he was like, yo, what the fuck, dude? I know he was like, what the fuck? What you seen Randall beg for help? The best you got is Dante. <laughs> this shit is a never ending comic book, man. This is a never and never ending comic book. I really want to know what Randall feels feel about this signing. I would, I want to know if Randall feel like he could win a championship in New York with this signing. <laughs> I wonder how RJ feels. <laughs> Yo, I've never been so more frustrated with this Nick franchise. The reason why I give the New York Giants a little saving grace because you automatically get a 10-year company man uh 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 me capping for you for 10 straight years after you win a championship. The 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 New York Giants, I watched both of their championships with my own eyes. Uh, uh, if God let me leave this earth well, tomorrow, We have four. We have four state. Well, I watched two of them. <laughs> I uh, know. That's what... <laughs> you know, I, I wish I had the chance to watch Lawrence Taylor in his prime on, on the big TV with no cable. I, I wish I could have, but, you know, I couldn't. Uh, you afforded to watch that. You afforded to watch the nineties mix. So, what's up, Mish? Do you see the timeline with the company men are saying? No, um, <laughs> not, no. They said solid pickup. We're going to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> yo, where my coworkers? <laughs> yo, we lost, yo, man. Yo, man, where's my coworker so I can, yo, man, I'm, I'm about to let D have the rest of the day on this space and shit, man. I need to get, I need to get, I need to smoke. There you go right there, man. There you go right there, man. Let me, hold on, let me see how you feel about this shit, man. Hey, hey, OG. Hey, OG. Yo, the Knicks just gave Dante DiVincenzo 50 million. <laughs> He said, what? They gave Dante DiVincenzo 50 million for four years. <laughs> yeah. Does he know we traded OB for two second rounders? <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> yo, that's bullshit. Yo, yo, y'all go to D space, man. Yeah, I love y'all, man. I, I I can't do this no more, man. I wish I could talk to y'all some more, man. Go go support D. Um, yo, man, yo, the Knicks really gave this dude fifty million and traded Obi Toppin. They traded Obi. You didn't know they traded Obi? Nah. Oh my God. When today? Yes. For what? Picks. You want you want here? Yeah. Two second round picks. They traded Obi for two second round picks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a true reaction. <laughs> Come on, man. Damn, yo. That's what I be talking about, man. I be trying to tell you the franchise, bro. They do dumb shit. Fake <laughs> is dead, bro. I seen what they did. That's a franchise, man. These niggas, man. 
<laughs> yo, bro, these niggas. Yo, what? <laughs> and they go. They, they talk about. They gave. They, he got four years, fifty million dollars. And they talk about playing Josh Hart as the backup four. <laughs> yo, I'm dead ass, yo. I'm dead ass serious, yo. I'm dead ass. Yo, I, yo, you my, said that the GM? No, nah, no, nah, man. That's that what articles that Tim's Tim's definitely said that in a in the press conference. Josh Hart as a four? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the fours in the league is? Yo, Julius Randle is a four, bro. Josh Hart can't do nothing with Julius Randle, bro. Uh, yo. Uh, yo, I don't understand none of that shit. You said, bro. None of that shit. Yo, Brutus, man, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. I'm going to let that I'm going to end it there, man. I don't need to talk no more, yo. Peace and love, y'all. Hello. Hey, what's up?